Yo, 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 skirt bag. How do we do, brethren? It's been a while since we last parted. Amen. It's been a while. Who is that, Creed? Maybe. Is that a Creed song or Nickelback? Maybe. One of those two. Um. Yeah, it's been a fat minute, dude. Happy to be back. Happy to be back in front of the microphone talking to you and our lovely audience of Dylan Mayo it's and stained. multiple others. Yeah. S-T-A-I-N-D. Stained. S-T-A-I-N-D, no E? No E. Oh, okay. Never even heard of him. I know that song. Never heard of him. Obviously, like, how do you not know that yeah. song? Well, I would have never guessed. That's They're probably like a huge one-hit wonder, and that's their one hit, if I had to guess. Yeah, dude, one-hit wonder Are you looking sure. at their top songs right now? No. I'm just looking at you. Oh, oh, did you know that off the top of your head? Have you? No, I I googled it, oh, but then oh, I exited okay. out of the tab. Oh, okay. Um, that's like, have you? Oh, have you seen um the videos where it's like the dogs and it's like, I'm alive, I'm dead, and then it's like I, I'm looking I at you, not. you're looking at me, I'm looking at you, fuck you, <laughs> and I it's just not, like that sounds like dog energy. It is, it's, it's, and it's always just like dogs going crazy. But it's like, it's like it'll be like I'm alive, and it's like a dog running, and then it's like I'm dead, and it's a, it's like so. When, you know when dogs will like random dogs will like sleep on their back sometimes, like that's, yeah, that's like weight. like that, yeah. And then it's <laughs> I'm dead. It's like I'm looking at you, and it's like dog with like crazy eyes, like staring at somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's funny. I I, I see him on social media all the time. I feel like I could make Lex a and great, I say that all the time now. I feel like I could make a great uh, video of that with Boone. Yes, you could. He's the perfect dog for that. If you find the sound, like with that on, I've seen it on Instagram Reels. I don't know if it started at TikTok or like I'm what sure made its, its way there. to TikTok. Um, but yeah, if you got that sound and like saw it with like a video, you'd be like, dude, I could easily make a boon version of this. <laughs> we might just have to. The next time you see one of those videos, I'll send, send it, it to, to me so I can yeah. find the, find the sound. Yeah. Oh man, I'll see if dude, I'll see we if Lex were... can do it. I actually She's took Boone out. Like um, I took Boone out today to like just go for our little walk in like potty section area, like right outside our door. And uh, I was like, you know what, Boone? Now nah, we're gonna hang out here for like ten minutes. I'll throw the ball for you, just like in that strip of grass we have back behind our house. And dude, it's funny because like half of that area is sand. So I would throw mm-hmm. the ball, and he would just start ripping for it, and he would just be like spinning in sand, dude. Like they're yeah. tires. It was so funny. <laughs> Dude, Boone's such a character. I, I, I'm a big fan of Boone. I fucking love that little guy, dude. We uh had Jake and Rye watch him when we were in St. Louis this past week. And uh we got back and Jake was like, dude, Boone has the most like personality in a dog I've ever seen. I was like, Yeah, dude, he's literally just a personality on legs. Like he he's always looking to do something, always is like self aware of like what's going around, aware yeah, of like facts. people who would throw him the ball, and he's just like He's a character, dude. It's so he, funny. He, that's that's his only downfall, and it's like I love it. Is he's always looking to do something? Always, dude. Always, and I've like gotten to like I've learned that if whatever toy he wants to like, he won't stop with. If he sees me like put it up, he's be like, "All right, it's time to chill," and he'll go like lay down for like twenty minutes, and then he'll come over and like with his furry ball now and just put it on me. And be like, "What about this one?" And I'm like. All right, I'll throw it to you for a little bit. And then it's like, all right, 
five minutes gone by, Boone, and he got your runs out, and he's still going. I was like, got to put this one up. And he sees it, he's like, fuck, all right. <laughs> That's funny. He's good, dude, and he always gets a hard time. Not so much anymore. He's he's gotten a lot. Like, the past year, dude, he's, like, such a different dog. Like, he listens well. I don't even put him on the leash or anything when I take him out because he just, like, I know he's not going to go anywhere. One, because I'm throwing him the ball. And two, he just, he's, like, he'll stop on command if you say his name in, like, a stop. Like, Kyla, dude, she sees something, she's gone. She's, like, I'm chasing that squirrel and I'm not hearing anything else. But Boone, if he's, like, gets antsy and just big Boone, he, like, looks back at you and stops in his tracks. Interesting. Yeah, he's, what a he's good boy. super smart, but he's he's a character. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Ben's not the Ben's pretty good at listening. Every time you say like come here, like he's like, "Okay." But or, or he'll stop if you if you tell him to stop. Right. But he's also like gonna walk ahead of you and also gonna be like not gonna come back to you, just gonna stop and wait for you to catch up. Right. Um and he's kind of like, "I'm good, dog. Like you got to keep up. I'm chilling." yeah it's like i'm out running you fool dude he like like but like he knows that he's good you know what i mean like he's like he's like i see you and i acknowledge that you don't want me to go further but like i'm not gonna come back i'm just gonna chill here and i'll do what i want (laughs) like i'm gonna respect you and i I hear what you're saying and like i'm I'm gonna gonna take that into consideration but i'm gonna do whatever i want honestly respectfully he's like a maturing teenager dude yeah and honestly dude i just let him do whatever he wants because yeah. like he's good, he's like, good. He's not gonna. He's, not he's never gonna be the one causing trouble. Right. Yeah. I fucking. How is that little guy doing? I feel like I haven't seen him in so long. He's so good, how's he, dude. How's he? How's he getting used to the child? He loves him. Yeah. BFFs. That's um, dope. He licks him all the time, dude. And like, if JT's crying and and like me and Lex are doing are like occupied doing something, um. Ben will like whine and be like, "Hey, like baby's like crying. You hear that? Baby's, baby's crying. Yeah, it's he's, he's funny, but he loves he loves him. Um, and I mean, JT has no clue who anybody is at this point. So, well, he might know who like me and Lex are, but I don't know if he knows Ben. Yeah, I think he knows you guys by face now. It's like, oh, all right. So I'm probably. like, how old is he? Like just over a month now. Yeah, just over a month. So he's probably like, all right, he's getting to that point in his little baby brain. I've seen these faces every day that I've I've been around so far. He's <laughs> like, I'm okay, That's I'm kind of trying to figure out what's going on. That's true. Isn't that crazy, dude? People don't think about like how wild the act of being born is. Also, like, apparently, you lose a percentage of your vision in the transmission from your eyes to your brain. You lose like 3% or something. So your brain just fills that in with memories. It just fills all the empty, all the shit that gets left out. Isn't really? that wild? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Allegedly. That's what I've seen. I mean, it makes sense. Like, your brain's probably trying to just, you know, fill a void that's empty. That's, like, scientifically what brains are meant to do. Like, they're constantly yeah. working and, and figuring shit out. Brains are, like, they work efficiently. They always want to be right. That's like the whole manifestation thing. Like your brain wants to be right. So it like looks for things that makes your brain right. That validate your brain being right. Yeah. Right. So that's the whole thing behind like if you think about positive thoughts and like if you think of things in a happy way or in a positive way, then like more than likely, yes, like it's going to turn out that way. And like at the same time, if you're like, oh, 
this could go wrong, that could go wrong, blah, 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 what about this, what about that? It's like you kind of like speak those things and those like negative things into existence. Into existence, yeah, because your brain And it's really hard because like when you're all bummed out and shit and you're like, damn, dude, like nothing goes right for me, then your brain's like, you're right, nothing does go right for you. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you're like, man, everything's been fucking going my way. I've been making all the right moves in fantasy. <laughs> That's why really, you just need to play fantasy football. I've been I've been decisive with my start decisions. There really is no better feeling than when you go on like a four or five week heater in a fantasy season, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where it's like yeah. you like five weeks a month, you're like in to- on top of the world. You're like, oh, dude, this is my year. I'm w- like I'm seven and zero. Started out the first two weeks were shaky or whatever, but then the next four to five, I've just been crushing it. Like that is yeah. the best point of fantasy football for me. And then the playoffs come, and you're like you're sweating every game like every want, minute of every game you want to talk about our orchids league yeah i'd like to get I your do. opinion on it on what okay. i should do with this vote oh with the roster shit yeah um well i mean i voted for you voted for remove defense add flex add flex but i'm like you know also impartial to it i just figured that was gonna be like the majority vote so I was like, ah, I don't care. Like, I don't like defenses. I see why people don't want defenses, but I also don't care about like replacing that with another flex. Like, I feel like it's just. I don't want to add anyway. another flex. I think it's going to be. I think that's like too much. <clears throat> well, that's going to make the draft pretty thick, thin too. Well, the, I mean, yeah, but it, it's just like I feel like you're just like being forced to start players that aren't great. Yeah, it's kind of it's the same thing as throwing a dart on a defense, dude. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really see like the big difference in it, but I just figured like people were going to, because I've seen it. It's like kind of a fuck defense now in most fantasy leagues I see on social media. So if that's yeah, just but like I what think three flexes is just so much. Yeah. Especially with like the um, traditional layout of the rest of the roster. Yeah. I feel like we're just going to be, we're going to be forced to start bums and we're going to hate it. Yeah. Give me ten. Po- give me. Give me a chance with a defense. Start me at ten, so I know what I'm at least like. Could See, get here's out of my that thing. That's why I think we just remove the defense. Yeah, we also don't need defense, but also I. I feel like having an extra like thing that gets points like defenses or players adds to the total score, which makes it more fun. Like That's you're fair. taking you're taking a good chunk of points out of like the total score, like the average score for per week by doing that. I feel I like agree. the higher scoring is more fun. Like that's all. Yeah. That's the that's I understand the whole half PPR thing, and I it like makes the most sense to me. But I str- I don't like it just because of how it cuts the scores more points. down. Right. I just want to see that I'm scoring more points. It makes me feel yeah. better, even though I know it's equal. Yeah, I don't really care either way. I mean, it. I mean, it's better for me, I guess, because I like running backs. So, like, in a PPR league, like, that's going to push down some running backs that I know have good value. Right. Just because the receivers are going to go higher. But it also, like, changes the rankings. Of, like, the running backs? And and the wide receivers. Just because, like, some receivers are going to be, like, you know, just target machines, like, absolute alphas, and they're just going to, like, you know, get yards. And other receivers are going to have, like, all right, I'm not going to have as many catches. But maybe, like, going to score more touchdowns. You know what I mean? Like, they're just going to get theirs different ways or they're going to have, like, big chunk plays. And then, like, it's like, okay, those games you're more likely, like, not going to have as high of an upside, but you have 
the like the like, deep more, like a Robbie Anderson kind of. Yeah, like if he hits, like okay, you're gonna get he's gonna go three like for 70 three, seventy yards touchdown. and a touchdown. Yeah. yeah but if he doesn't yeah. hit, he's gonna be go. Oh, I'm sorry, chosen Anderson. Correct. Oh yeah, that's our bad. Didn't mean to misname you. Yeah. Dead name. Just... Is that that's what they call it in the LGBTQ Elemento Plus? Dead. That's their dead name. Dead name. Like your previous name. Yeah. Like like if somebody goes from like a male to a female, he does that whole thing. Their mm. their OG name. That's their dead name, and that's insulting to dead name somebody. I was unaware of dead. Now name. you are. Now you are. <laughs> Look at that dude. Get We're woke. Getting... <laughs> we're getting woke on this podcast or maybe the first time ever. <laughs> um yeah do you want to do the mock draft later in the episode or do you want to bang it out now oh Should we're not we... doing it tonight boss oh i thought we were doing it tonight no like Damn, i think I like, like early august we'll like get the boys on like close to the mock. start of the season Plus, because, like, we got to plan it. You know what I mean? Like, we won't have everybody in here. Maybe we'll do, like, me, you, and one other person. Or, like, me, you, and have another person, like, but, like, switch who it could be. Like, go in and out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Dude, we should. Are I we doing. We should, like, try to get 12 people to do, like, a legit, like, mock draft with everybody. Full, we'll just chat yeah. through it. That would be sick. Because uh, we always get, like, two or three. But, like, I feel like it's never accurate with having just a computer and so many slots. Yeah. Because it's basically, they basically just auto-draft, like, the best available person every time. It's like, ah, I feel like that's not what, like, a lot of the players in our league especially do. Yeah, our league always ends up being different. Every time, and it's like, I can't get an accurate mock draft if I'm just drafting with these bots every time. Right. Emery and I did one a few weeks ago, and it was pretty good, but again, there were 10 other bot teams, so it wasn't accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I need to start up another best ball draft. I'm in the middle of one right now. It's at towards the end, though. It, they're so slow. I did a slow draft. They're so slow. Are you doing it on DraftKings? No, I'm doing it on Underdogs. Um, Underdog. I was looking at um, DraftKings, and their $5 buy-in has a lower payout. Oh, really? Than to the first place one? and the second place and the third place in Underdog. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go with Underdog then. And now Underdog has this thing called Weekly Winner, um, and it's like – so everybody drafts, right? But you're not in a thing with just your league. You're in a thing with the entire the whole like, competition. The whole competition. They're all in one thing, and every week is like a DFS. Like there's a first, a second, a third. Every week, first place gets twenty grand each week, and like so, there's a whole like full payout schedule for all eighteen weeks, or maybe seventeen. I don't know. Oh, that's pretty sick. But that's fifteen dollar entry. I want to get one of those in. I uh I think I did one of those with Clay two years ago on Underdog, and he was like, "Dude, I think we were going like into the Sunday night game because it was just for the Sunday. It wasn't the whole week; it was just for Sunday, so it was like competition for the daily football." Yeah, Dude, I think he was in like second going into like the night game, and he was up like four grand or something like that. And then the four o'clock games ended, and the night game ended. And I think he still won like a hundred bucks, but he was sitting like second place very for, pretty he came out of his room he was like holy shit dude <laughs> i think it was me jake and austin were there watching football that's and we're wild. like oh man yeah I haven't dude, had you that. imagine no me neither have not even come close i've won like 10 bucks i think on on best ball but i i don't really i don't I like bet to do much, the pickums more i like i like making the teams but i'm so bad at them and i don't like to like yeah. put bankroll into it so I do just like I'll do like three or four like one dollar lineups, 
Yeah, that's what I. You know do. what I mean? But, just and I would for just fun. tail the fantasy footballers like every week. I would tell some of the shit that they put on, and I would just kind of like make my own lineups based off of like, okay, like off what they say. I kind of yeah. like, like yep. just make my own opinion, and just do that. Couple of my own teams, like okay, like so here's who I want to have like in all my lineups. Who's who I want to be heavy on? You know what I mean? Right. I'll put like two or three in for like the showdowns too, like Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, like. I'll put there's, some lineups dude, in there's for nothing, those. That's the thing about football season is like you get to Thursday and you're like, oh, bet it's a weeknight, even Monday night. But I guess that's not the same because you get Sunday before that. But like you get to yeah. Thursday, you're like, oh, Thursday night game, New like season, Thursday night showdown. It. Yeah. Exhilarating. I saw I was watching um, Shane Gillis stand up last night in his special and he was like talking about how his dad loves to drink and how he's like borderline alcoholic. And he was like, he's always looking for like a reason to drink. He's like. You could walk into my living room and like Monday night he's having like four or five beers down already and he's like, Dad, it's Monday night. What are you drinking for? And he goes, It's Monday night football. And then he's like, But then on the other hand of that, you walk in there Tuesday night and he's drinking five, six beers on the couch and be like, Dad, it's Tuesday night. Why are you drinking? He goes, Well, there's no football. <laughs> <laughs> like, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. That's Waldo. <laughs> Bro, that's Waldo to a T. It's like, there's no football. It's like, damn, yeah, I can see why that would work. It's just yeah. Like, you should be, you know, like getting your shit together on those Tuesday and Wednesday nights. So. <laughs> yeah, then Thursday night comes around, you're like, ah, it's football. Yeah, <laughs> throw some back. It just made me laugh, though. It was, it was funny. Um, I, dude, I'm, like, getting to the point now that, like, the All-Star break and MLB season's over. It's like, all right, like, the dog days of summer are upon us. Let's get rid like cooking for football like it's yeah. slowly starting to creep into me also knowing like the yankees are kind of bad is doesn't have me like yeah looking forward to like the end of the baseball season so much i'm more of Agreed. at a point where i'm like damn it's already the all-star break <laughs> i got half a season left i don't want to have my heart broken in september yet i'm not ready for that i'm ready for football dude i'm very ready for football yeah same i've been watching a lot of fantasy because like I just sit on the couch and hold this kid and feed this kid all day. That's it. And like, <laughs> like well so like all up. morning today, that's all I did. So it's like watch footballers. But like, then like you run out of footballers to watch. So I'm like watch the fantasy pros, watch this ESPN fantasy show. I'm like, all right. You've hit them all, huh? I'm just, just throw them. I mean, they're mostly in the background while I'm like doing other things and not really like, like into them. But I'm like, it's just on. You I'm, I'm very Pat ready Matt, for show? football season. Um, sometimes I haven't watched it in a little bit though. Yeah. Cause that comes on like, later. Yeah. I think it's like 11 to three or 11 to two or something like that. But yeah, um, I used to watch that like pretty heavily a few years ago and I just kind of got over it, but they were always like watching them like right before football season started was always fun because they were super into it. Obviously. Yeah. I don't love McAfee show, but it's not bad. Like middle of the day when like, there's not much else on. Yeah, I'd, ra- I'd rather watch that than whatever ESPN has on at, like, 12 o'clock. You know what I mean? Unless it's, like, an actual yeah. sporting event. But Yeah, it's mostly it's, just people hollering at each other. Did, yeah, that and just they're fucking, like, when they don't have basketball or football to cover and it's strictly just baseball season, dude, their baseball coverage is just so bad. Like, they put so much little effort. They put so little effort into their baseball coverage. It's It's sad. Dude, the Home Run Derby was, like a terrible tv watch like really? it was cool because it was the home run derby but like 
I don't know about you. I know you watch it. I know I couldn't f- like follow any of the balls that were hit, dude. I just see them off the bat. The camera angles yeah. they had were terrible. Do you wish they like, did it the old way with the ten outs? Because that that would eliminate that. You you just watch every pitch. You're not on a timer, so you're not trying to get swings off. You just watch every one. That and I think like it's tough because I think seeing all like the amount of home runs hit is cool, but you're getting guys so fucking gassed in such a short amount of time, dude. And it's like kind of making the end round suck. Like, yeah, everybody's gassed by the time they get to the finals or the two finalists are always yeah. so gassed. And it's like, we're not seeing their best swings and like the most important part of the Derby. What if they took out, everybody gets a, a free bonus 30 seconds. And only like you get an extra thirty seconds only if you hit two four hundred and forty feet or longer. I wouldn't mind that. I also or maybe mind if they did that the and outs. took thirty seconds off, like made it two and a half minutes, and then possible you get an extra thirty. Yeah, and they used to have the whole um, like you had to wait for the ball to land before the pitcher could throw another one, but then you're just punishing people for hitting bombs. So I don't know how you yeah. eliminate that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it was it, and dude, my, they need to just stick to a camera behind the hitter and track the home runs like golf balls, and then when they're yeah. about to land, like zoom in where it's landing because yeah. it's so hard to see. They're just like, I'm just watching this guy take hacks. I'm like, oh, that might be a home run. Who knows? We won't see it because he just hit another two. Just gonna follow yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. Why can't they just put like they use special balls, put shot tracers on them? They don't even need that. It... Just use the same shit. The fucking like. You might not be able to do it that fast. I guess that's a, yeah, I guess that's kind of the same thing. And anyway, then but. you can make it make the bats have them have a technology in it so that'll start tracing like when contact's made. Then it's like okay, time to trace. Yeah, dude, or just stick like the camera behind the players and let us watch it that way. Like yeah. I don't, I don't understand. And they have that too. They showed that camera angle like three or four times. I'm like, oh, stay, stay right there. Yep. Yep. I just that's all I want to see is the like the trail of this ball, how high up it lands. I don't like I don't care how hard he hits it off the bat, but it's cool to see like the launch angle and like the distance and everything. Yeah, I did like, like to, how on like every hit they were showing launch angle and uh exit velo. Thought that was yeah, cool. Yeah. That is cool, but like just show us the actual home run. Like the numbers are yeah. cool and all. Show us yeah. that and the and home run. And it's tough to count like counting is impossible by yourself. Oh right, when you're actually fo- like watching. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm counting from home, and I'm like, okay, okay, add another one. That one went over. That one went over, and then like one goes on the board. It's like so delayed, and I'm like, what? What are these numbers? Yeah. What and are then they? Just at? like random, and then it's like, and then it has they have to catch up. So then it's like randomly adding ones, and I'm like, where? Yeah. Where was that home <laughs> yeah. run, dude? It's so <laughs> off sync, dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they, they have to, to, like, analyze everyone and, like, confirm home runs. You know what I mean? Right. But, it, I mean, how long does it take to watch it go over the wall? You know what I mean? That's what I'm I saying. I know, like, dude. You got to be like, okay, yep. Over the okay, wall. Okay, yep, yep. Yep. Add it. Like, yep. the, I want the guy on the button doing that in the studio needs to be out, like, watching the fucking home run derby. Yep. You well, see it go over the hill. One, boop. Another yeah. one. And another one. Um, yeah. Speaking of, dude, honestly, I thought the home run derby was good. I didn't watch it all the way to the end, honestly. I think I pretty much just watched the first round. And then was like, all right, kids sleeping, time to get some shut eye. And then I watched some of the second round. Yeah, I mean, Julio Rodriguez in the first round was the best show of the night, dude. I mean, Rosarena went crazy in the second round. 
not yeah. as crazy. I didn't but... think a Rosarena had that in him, dude. I thought he was more of like a Mookie Betts kind of guy. I like a Rosarena after watching the home run derby. It made me like him a yeah, lot. Me, I, I, like, I, yeah, he's a good ball player, and I like to watch him as like a neutral fan. But it's annoying. But it's that, tough like, to, to like f- him. Yeah. No, as a Yankees fan, is what I'm yeah, saying. He's on the fan. Rays. He's... Yeah, but yeah. dude, last night, uh, did you watch the All Star game? Um, I did not. Oh man, dude, it was it was pretty good. I the did NL watch highlights won. from that because I was up early. Did you see right, the uh, first inning with Cole on the mound where um the two Adolis Garcia made that one catch and then a Rosarena made it on the same other side of the field? On both sides. Yeah. yeah, dude. I uh I tweeted into my little Yankees community after that happened and I was like, Is this what it's like to have a proper outfield behind Garrett Cole? And everybody was like, dude, that's great because it's so fucking true. Yeah. You have IKF and Jake Bowers in the corner for outfield. Hey, hey, hey. No IKF slander on this pod. No, no slander on him. He's just not a left fielder. That's fair. He's a utility, great utility guy, but he's not like a solid left fielder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he can be decent anywhere, but. I have, uh, we don't have to get into this now, but I have so much fucking Yankees drama, dude. Well, things are get weird. into it. What do you mean? Things, just are, get into things it. are weird on the Yankees front right now, bro. Why? Like we just fired our hitting coach, Brian Cashman, in 26 years has never fired a coach like in the middle of a season before. Um, I don't know, dude. Like they're just not good, and it's like things. Are, I feel like they're starting to crumble Unfold. a little bit. Yeah, with the whole. I think Aaron. I think Aaron Boone might be on the hot seat. For sure. Which I don't know, dude. It's it's just a weird. I time think to he's be been like land. okay, dude. I don't think he's been a great manager. He hasn't. He just makes bonehead decisions all the time, and it's right. Like, that's what I, I feel like. He makes a lot of bonehead decisions. A lot of bonehead decisions, but he's great with players. Like he's like friends with players, and it's like, dude, there needs to be. I'm. I love a manager that like meshes with players and like can come off as like a friend yeah. but there also needs to be a line where like you, you need still to be able to be a fucking professional baseball manager be, right dude right and i feel like boone just has never really like i've never felt that from him joe girardi dude was the perfect example yes. of that yes. although he wasn't he wasn't a great manager in his the ender of his managing careers but like dude he was the perfect like i can coach this guy i can still have that like balance between or that fine line between like friend and manager like i'm still like the manager of this ball club and i'm gonna like hold guys accountable and boone just doesn't have any of that dude he's always like dodging questions and just being like oh you know he's a great guy he'll turn things around he's gonna get his at bats but it's like dude the guys like josh donaldson is hitting like 160 right now he has 14 hits on the year it's the all-star break why are we still running this guy out there like Let's get some yeah. actual baseball answers out of you, not just some fucking mushy gushy like answers. And it's super. I feel like annoying, Joe Torre was a good coach. Joe Torre was the goat, bro. Joe Torre, bring him back. I want, dude. I know this is super biased, but like now that Jeter's on like the Fox crew, and like we kind of get some of his like inside thinking on like being a fan instead of like a he, he doesn't have to speak as like the shortstop of the New York Yankees anymore. Right. He can give his opinions on what the organization organization should do and i'm just like fuck dude really wish you weren't at this fox desk right now and we're like in the dugout like coaching yeah. these guys like Derek yeah. jeter's a hitting coach it's not gonna get any better than that dude like no out of a team that's one of the best hitters hits in, the, home in the history of the game of all time dude and he's like right there at your disposal it must be him not wanting to like dive into that yet 
But God, I would love to see like some Derek Jeter mentality back to Maybe he just doesn't fuck with the front office and he's like, dude, I'm good until you get that cash out of there. Yeah. I dude, and maybe he wants to be more than a hitting coach, honestly. Well, I I think I mean he was like the CEO of the Marlins, but like I feel like he probably could come in and like manage a team, but I think maybe get like a year or two as like, you know, just like come in like a slow transition. Maybe he wants to be in the front office, like he wants to be GM. I don't think that's where he's most valuable, though, dude. I think he's most valuable on the field with the players, like, showing you what – like, he's the, one of the most winningest players ever, dude. Like, he has that mentality, knows what it takes to win, played on, like, the arguably the greatest team of all time, and he just, like, there's no feeling of that in the clubhouse anymore with this, like, Boone friendly – with the players, like yeah. not holding guys accountable and try, I like, just trying not to I just don't get the vibe that he wants to do that. I don't either. I think he go his he's kind of stated. I that think he wants he to like, be I'm in the buy suit. the Marlins. Yeah. I don't just, think he wants to be uh, getting in the nitty gritty. But I, I think him. he would be I love probably him on Fox, but or just like a general assistant coach. Like you're telling me he wouldn't be able to coach some guys up on the defensive side. Like, come on. No. Yeah, he could, but like. I think he would be most valuable right now as a hitting coach just because it's kind of what the Yankees need. Because there's a I vacancy. Mean, <laughs> well, we already signed a new hitting coach. Oh, okay. And it's uh, Sean Casey. He used to play for the Reds. I mean, he's like a career like 313 hitter, so obviously dude knows how to hit. Yeah. Um, But he's like best friend. He's like really close friends with Aaron Boone, so I, I don't know. And I don't think having him hired is going to just 100% – snap his fingers and flip the philosophy of Yankees hitting and change their approach or anything. Like, I don't think no. that's going to happen anytime soon. But it could help. The roster gets reconstructed. It might help, but Charlie Manuel came back to the fields last year, I think, and it kind of helped. Yeah. I mean, any, any sort of change to our offense, like strategy right now is going to be better than what we've had. Um, so that being said, we're still, we're, we're still floating and we're not completely dead yeah. in the water. Like we're not in a playoff spot, but we're also not looking good. Judges out. Um, we just have a lot of, we got to make some moves, dude. And that's the other thing Jeter like hinted at the Yankees. Like he's like, I think if the San Diego Padres come out of the break and don't play well for two weeks, um, I think the Yankees should trade for him. And I was like, dude, Juan Soto to the Yanks would be sick. Like if we get Juan Soto, I don't care about if we don't go after Otani. So then what, would you just put Juan Soto in left or center? Probably in left because we got Bader in center, who's like the best defensive center fielder maybe in the league. Except for Brandon Dude, Marsh. That caveman. My man's he's hair had a good season. He's like, yeah, he has he has a good season. I'm just I'm just making fun of him because he's on the Phillies. But um, um, dude, the Phils and the Yanks are, I think, like the same right now. Yanks are 49 and 42, a game out of the wild card. Phils are 48 and 41, half game out of the wild card. Yeah! Wow, we're like I think the, the AL East spot. and the NL East are pretty much the same. Pretty, pretty similar, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the how the East East Coast just has like all the best teams in baseball this year. Yeah, like look at this: Braves sixteen twenty nine, Rays fifty eight thirty five, and then Orioles fifty four and thirty five, Marlins fifty three and thirty nine, Phils and Yanks are like the same, and then uh. The Mets, there's a fall off with the Red Sox. And then the Where Nationals, the obviously, are ass. 42 and 48. Oh, man. I didn't know. I haven't been keeping up with them. I didn't know they were, like, under 500. Yeah. 
This they've been like hurting themselves. They do that a lot. Yeah, the Mets are always gonna met. That's what they say. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Last year they did a good job of not metting until they met it at the end. At the end, very end. Um, but yeah, this year it's like they. I feel like they've just been hurting themselves playing yeah. silly ball. But they have a good roster. It's weird. It's weird to me, dude, because it feels like. The and they have Mets good pitching. Have, the Mets on the paper, just have some great. sort of like Babe Ruth curse with them, dude. I don't yeah. know what it is. Like, yeah. it's not even me being like Big Brother Yankee fan. Like, they've just always been like kind of like something happens to them where they're just like getting laughed at every year. Yeah. And it's like almost expected at this point, dude. Like, I remember the whole offseason, everybody on ESPN and all the analysts were like, the big bag Mets. Oh, Steve Cohen spent all this money. They're going to be World Series contender, World Series, World Series. But it's like. Eh, Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander are like 40, dude. Has-beens, dude. They just spent, you just spent a combined $85 million for one year of these guys. Yeah. Like, I don't know, dude. And, and they just, haven't been that good, and that's They the haven't truth. been that good. But to be um, honest, can't say much because the Yanks are kind of the same way. I wish Lex was on this call right now. We were talking about one of their ex-players. Oh, Chris Bassett. He was a yeah, pitcher for the them pitcher. last year. He was good. And he left. I think he's in the AL East now with the Rays, I maybe. Ha- I think he's having a good year, too. Or maybe the Blue Jays. I think he's with the Blue Jays now. Yeah. he is. I think he is having a solid year. We were looking at contracts like a couple weeks ago, Lex and I were. And I was like, yeah, they probably should have re-signed Bassett, dude. Yeah. But also, like, you don't know what you're getting out of, like, each organization's, like, pitching, coaching, and you know what I mean? Like, he could have just went over to Toronto and, like, pitching coach was like, Ah, tweak your mechanics slightly, and that's, like, the difference. Yeah, but he was good last year with the Mets, too. Oh, he was good? Yeah, he had a good year last year. He's, like, a solid number three guy on most teams, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, if they could have kept him, and even then, like, okay, maybe it is Verlander and Scherzer, but then he's your three, and then um, Kodai Senga is your four. Like, he's had a good year. Yeah, he was an all-star. Yeah, so I mean, I, mean on, I don't know if he got into the game, but he was on the reserve, the NL reserves. But well, it counts the same. NL finally got that big dub. First one with Robbie, Robbie Tom managing yeah, first the squad. One since like 2012, I think. Yeah, it's been nine. The AL won nine straight. But the NL didn't have Rob Thompson running the ship for nine <laughs> straight. So that's true. That's very true. What a career Rob Thompson's had, dude. I'm pretty sure he was like our. I don't know. He was some coach, maybe a pitching coach for us, and then he went to the Phillies. Yep. Whatever he was for the Phillies, they were just like, all right, manager now. And he's like, ah, fuck around and get you to the World Series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not bad. A, such a hidden gem. And then sign, and then sign a, an extension as a full-time manager. Full-time manager. Yeah, dude. My man saw his opportunity and took advantage. God damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he got paid too much. So I don't think it wasn't worth it, it's but probably probably he's been more solid. than what he was making. See how um, the Phils finish up the rest of the season. Yeah, this has been a pretty exciting like first half of of baseball so far this year. That the Phillies have actually been good lately. I'm gonna try to see if I could uh, pull up their schedule. They oh they lost to the Marlins two games to one. But swept the Rays before that. 
Oh, yeah, but then you guys lost swept the, the Rays, the and the Yanks that. couldn't take any ground on it because we were fucking losing, busy losing two out of three to the Cubs, dude. We swept the Cubs. The Cubs are going to be sellers at the deadline, and they just made us look like they're bitch. Jamison so? Tyone, the worst pitcher, literally statistically the worst pitcher in the NL this year, comes to Yankee Stadium on his debut. And ex-Yankees always do this. They come into the stadium with a fuck you on their shoulder, and they're like, all right, watch this. So Jamison Tyone goes like eight shutout, like one-hit ball against the Yanks, dude, with like 10 Ks. And that was apparently from a source that I read. That was the reason we fired our hitting coach. After that game, Brian Cashin went to Howell and was like, yeah, I think we need to uh, do something here. Listen to this Phillies June. Nationals beat them two games to one. Swept the Tigers three games to none. Took two from the Dodgers. Beat the Diamondbacks four to one. Swept the A's. Lost two games to the Braves. Beat the Mets two games to one. Swept the Cubs. Wow. What's the total record for the month? Um, let's see. One, two, three, four. It's gotta be like a seventeen and nine month, dude. Five six seven eight losses. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. 15, 16, 17, 18 win, so 18 and 8. Ooh, I was close. What did I say, 17 and 9? Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. But here's the thing, the Braves were better. Yeah, the Braves are just unreal, dude. I mean, half the NL East fucking, or NL uh, All-Star team was the Braves infield, dude. <sighs> they're silly, bro, they're silly. They're silly, and they're all locked up, too. Like, the Braves, yeah. Braves are, are going to be scary team for a while, dude. What do we got coming up? So we got a four-game series against the Padres, four games in three days, and then we got the I need Brewers. You to sweep them. I'll try. I'll try. The Brewers, the Guardians, the Orioles, the Pirates. That's for July. Yep. It's not a bad schedule. The Orioles might give you some trouble, but other than yeah, that, probably. Although but I mean, we yeah, them, I mean, we took one, the first one of those series. They're, they're, they cooled off a little bit. The Rays have cooled off a lot. They they were at a point where they lost like seven or eight in a row, like right before the break. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they lost three to the Phils. No sports on today except for Wimbledon. That was that was beat. Yeah, I can't get into tennis. Nope, I had it on boring. for a little bit. It really I, uh, is until like just, the end. Like it, it's good towards the end, but even then, dude, I just like I don't know. I, I, I it's because you don't tried. even know how, you don't know how the scoring works. I mean, I, the knowledge of tennis I have is from Wii tennis. That's that's all I know. But like when it gets to the end, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Who's winning right now? I know. I like tennis a little bit. I want to play pickleball. If it's the only thing on, I want to get in the pickleball. Yeah. My grandma plays that. like twice a week and she loves it, dude. So I might go down there really? and play her in a match. Yeah. You should. It just looks like small tennis with like a ping yeah. pong ball, right? It's fun, dude. It's really fun. Have you played I before? I used to play in gym class. Yeah, it used to be one of our gym sports and it was amazing. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to try. I wonder if there's a pickleball court around here that Andy and I can start playing at. He moves down. Probably you. You just need a tennis court. Yeah, that's true. I think we used to play in gym class. They would split the basketball court up into, I think six, six or yeah, I guess six courts. It'd be three in each half. Um. And we would just play and just rotate in circles and just play. And it was so much fun. We did that with badminton. Way better than badminton. Yeah, badminton was intense, though. Like, when that was when we pulled up to gym class and saw the badminton fucking nets were out, we were like, oh, it's about to go down. When we pulled up to gym class and pickleball was out, dude, literally nothing got me more excited. What were your top, single three, thing. top three favorite gym like activities in high school? Pickleball. Number one? Number one. One one overall? Yep. King's Court. Okay. What's that? Um, that's this game. It might have been like made up, but it's kind of, it's basically like volleyball ish, but the net is like this the height of a tennis net. Oh, it's just volleyball over a tennis volleyball over a tennis net? Basically. But you're in the gym floor and you're spiking volleyballs and you don't have to jump yeah. for it. You're just fucking blasting yeah. them. <laughs> And like, down. <laughs> it's fun, dude. It's fun. Cause you can like, then you just gotta like keep it up. And then like, like you can let it hit the ground once, right? So let it hit the ground once and you just like save bounce. it up. And then like, if I were to save it up, my teammate could then hit it over. Right. You know what I mean? Cause you get one bounce and you can, and you get three like bacon, touches, but with your hands. Yes. Kind of. That, that sounds pretty dope. Um, we, uh, I don't know what third. my third would be. Those are, those would be my top two. Mine was probably badminton. Probably only because we didn't play pickleball. But my second one wasn't even like, it wasn't even like a gym class thing. We had like this 10th period where at the end of the day, you could go to like a class or like whatever for 45 minutes before like sports would start. Mm -hmm. So um, the boys and I on the soccer team would just go to gym and pull out a volleyball net and play like futsal over it. Not futsal, but like Ooh. we'd use a soccer ball with our feet, and you would get like right, one right, bounce right. and three touches to get it over the net. Right, it, that was mad fun. We played that shit so much. Um, and then like the basketball hoop was always to the left of the net, so we incorporated like a scoring to like if you put it in the hoop, it's like an extra three points. It was so fun. That's that good and shit. Probably wall ball. Wall ball was my shit. I know we talked about that recently. Yeah, I think my third would be handball. Handball's mad fun. Or oh, floor hockey was always electric too, dude. Yeah, floor hockey was good. I wasn't as good at it though. Floor hockey was my shit. Obviously, Ghostbusters. Oh, what was is a this classic. game? We used to play this game. Um, it was like kind of like floor hockey, except the hockey sticks were like the Q-tip Johns at the end. You know Field what I'm talking hockey? about? Kind well, yeah, but you're so you play in the gym, and it's like a long stick, like a broomstick, right? Yeah. And then the end of it is like a big oval cushion. A cushion? Yeah, 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 like an oval cushion, like the size of like the big Beats pill, like a cute, I'm, like a huge Q-tip. Yeah. And so, anyways, this is this is and it's like a rubbery, like foamy material. You use it and as a hockey you, stick yeah you use it as a hockey stick and there's a foam like a foam ball or like a kickball type john uh, probably like more like a dodgeball type ball yeah like the squishy dodgeballs yeah per, something yeah. more like that mad that fun sound, and it's, that it's like hockey fun. 
Mad fun. We didn't have hockey. That's what we had instead. PG oh, version, I guess. Dude, we had the fucking, so much like, fun. Just and you would plastic. hit, you would always hit your friends <laughs> with the sticks because they're they're big cushions on the sides, dude. That actually sounds perfect, dude. Just so like you get like into a corner and you would start banging on shins and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't do that with our hockey sticks. Exactly, exactly. I think we had to put like these glasses, like. Um, like oh, I believe wears it. on, and then just fucking. It was either it was never a puck. It was always a ball, obviously. But um, yeah. it was just like this rubber orange ball, and like obviously like these goalie nets or whatever. But dude, it would be so fun to just hop in goalie and just like. Sl- it, I felt like Henrik Lundqvist, dude. When I was playing. We used to play goalie. hockey at my boy's house at Shane at my boy Shane's place. He had like a good like driveway that was like built good for hockey. And yeah. he had like all the goalie gear and shit, so we would suit up. We took it real serious. <laughs> that sounds fun. It was mad fun, dude. Me and my boy Chris got into a fucking fight once over, like like a big fight, dude. Like to the point where like I was, it was snowing out. I was on top of him in the snow, like with my fist cocked, about to hit him in the face. And I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, Kenny? That's your boy." And then I was like, "Oh, I guess I'm, I guess snowball, I won't punch you in the face." In hand. <laughs> Oh no, fist in hand. He was like, <laughs> I was about to rock his shit. I was about to like do him in over a game of fucking roller hockey in the driveway. Roller Not sk- even roller hockey. Uh, you weren't roller skating, you were just running? Nope. Just running. <laughs> oh, you know what's the worst is getting hit in the finger when you do that, like by somebody's stick, dude. When yeah. it's pulled out. Oh my god, my yeah. brother rocked me in the nail once when we were playing when we were little, and it was like in the February of upstate New York, so it was freezing cold out. And I remember to this day, dude, his stick just like caught me in the tip of the finger and I dude turned red. It hurt so bad. My whole body was just like, you know those red hot dogs? That's what I looked like. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the one Nasty. in sausage party. Hot dogs shouldn't be that red. No, they're kind of good though. Have you ever had one of those? No, I'm good. Well, it's not like I have them now, but like when I was like twelve, I tried one, and I was like, "And you know, it's wild. You don't even have to cook them. I don't even. You don't have frozen, to cook regular hot dogs, actually. You don't, but like if you don't, you if you eat a regular hot dog, like raw, that's a little weird. I've done it. Yeah, we all have, but like if you're regularly doing that, like oh, that's how you yeah. eat your hot dogs. Yeah. I think same. I think that same thing goes for the red hot dogs, though. If you're regularly, I don't know. Those I think those cold. are like meant. I think those are like meant to not be cooked, though. You think so? I, that's what I was told. This was also like really? fifteen years ago. So can yeah. you cut it up and use it like a coochie board meat? You know what, dude? Now that I'm thinking about it, they probably just told me that so we didn't have to like start a campfire because it was at I was camping when I had them for the first time. Uh, They're probably, I was like, can I cook one? Oh, yeah, like, no, we, ah, we'll just eat, eat them cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh, dope, you can do that. Like, no one would ever steer me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 100% what happened. Yeah. Go play with the ball. That's probably what they said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, oh, dude, speaking of games, we, when we were little, when we'd go to the beach, like, this is a very small beach, like, on the Hudson River, it's not like, a, like, we were the only ones at this beach with, like, our friends, it wasn't, like, right. a public beach, but where there was this little cove where we would camp at, and, like, the cove opened up, like, kind of like a trail on both sides, but it was, like, a little bit wider trail, and you're still on the beach sand, and it was the perfect size for playing birdie, we called it birdie ball, and it was literally just baseball with a shuttlecock in a, a racket dude you just like flick it in for a pitch and then you'd swing absolutely out of your shoes to see how far you could hit this thing i mean it would only go like 20 feet because you can't hit those things very far but it was electric dude and then <laughs> while you run 
Yeah, then it was like a small little, like, it was probably like 10 to 15 feet run to first base. It was like a very small, because it was, you can't yeah. hit these things far. So yeah. the best part of playing that game was either you would pitch or hit and someone would just catch like a line drive shuttlecock right to the middle of the eyebrows. And it would, all you would hear was just like a, Doom. <laughs> it would just drop. It, it never hurt because those things are like not, like the smallest, yeah. cheapest things but ever. But then every now and again, you get like, the one that comes off the face and then somebody still catches oh, it yeah. or like the insane, like reflex catches. Yeah, you know, dude. they're going to happen. It's like, uh, like what's that game? Beer ball or beer die. Like those yeah. types of catches. Yeah. 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 I think that's why I like beer die so much, dude. Cause I played that shuttlecock, that birdie ball game. I'm but sure dude, we used to go through so many of those little things. Like the, the rubber ends would fall off of them. And then like yeah. without pl- playing without that's almost impossible. Cause it doesn't go yeah. far at all. Or like, but the feather part would get all ripped up. Feather, well, we got the plastic ones, but they would yeah, still they would like still split. Rip up. Yeah, but the best thing was after like you would go through one, you take the little rubber piece off of it, and if you just hit that, like I would always just like throw one up and launch one off the racket like into the Hudson River and see how far I could hit. It was always so <laughs> yeah. satisfying. Never finding that again. No, see ya later. Like even I if mean, you hit uh, it into like a field, like you're hitting it too far and it's too small. Yep, <laughs> not finding that. No, that game was electric though. Makes me want to play. Brings me back to my glory days. That's a good play. Just dudes being dudes, guys being guys. Yeah, we should try to do like one one trip a year. I feel like. Yeah. One guy's we, trip, like a, like a like a just like a quick weekend, you know. So I'm saying, like what we had for Savannah, but not it doesn't have to be for like a bachelor party. Yeah. Like we should just do that once a year somewhere with the boys. Yeah. I think the bachelor party should count for it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if yeah, we're going to have a few bachelor parties coming up, I feel like, between our friend yeah. group. We should try a new new place every time. We should. That'd be dope. Where, Where do you want to go, go next? next? <laughs> well, I guess it's not next. Where do you want to go for yours? Um, I mean... If we're doing it like in a drivable distance, probably like maybe I feel like Atlanta could be fun. I don't know. I feel like I don't really know. Maybe Raleigh. Never really been to Raleigh. I don't really know what's out there, though. I don't know. I feel like Savannah was like the best spot to go for a bachelor party, dude, because it's like not a massive city like. You know, you got to yeah. Uber. I mean, you do Uber everywhere there, but like, it's not like Atlanta or like a big city like that. So it was perfect for like our our crew, and they had the golf there and everything. But I don't know. I feel like I gotta know more about my. I surrounding think Charlotte cities. could be cool. Charlotte would be cool. I mean, I've only been there once, but or like Tennessee, like mountains, maybe Nashville. Ooh, low key Nashville. That would be fun. I've been told I need to like go to if Nashville. you could do Nashville, but like. Do like also go like still got to find a place to golf and I'm sure you can find like good golf like maybe in the mountains like take like a little drive go get a, oh, yeah. a dope round of golf in yeah that would be yeah that would be a lot of fun and they got to have Nashville golf courses I'm sure yeah hundred p Vegas that would be pretty sick I thought about Vegas but I also thought like ah, I feel like we'd get more boys to go if we didn't have to make that like giant trip like if we're yeah. going out that far I might want to just go to Denver. That's fair. That's fair. Although See, I've never been to I've Vegas. I've never done as an adult. Vegas. Yeah, I went when I was twelve, but that's not the same. 
yeah, see, I've never done it at all. So it always was like, oh, like that's something I'll do like when I'm a little bit more mature and I can kind of just like just go and like see it. Like I don't need to like rush there as a 22 year old, like when some other people were right. going. I feel like it's probably more fun as like, you know, a 27 to 30 year old because you know your limits. Like you go to Vegas as a yeah. 21 year old, dude, you might, you might ruin your life for disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Tangled up there, John Boy. Dude, I don't know why, but every time I get on, I don't know if I just pass my mic between my hands back and forth, but my coils always are just like. <laughs> <laughs> I need to just get a mic stand. Ooh, that's what I should get for Prime Day too. I've been thinking of like yeah. stuff that I need to buy, but I like have just been putting off. I think maybe a new desk and a mic stand. Well, you but should do it. Today's the last day of Prime Day. Yeah, I'll probably give it a, one more look, like when we get off here. But I was thinking about getting a new monitor because the one I have now is from like 2015, and then I have my work one. And they're not like the greatest. I was like, if I can get like a nice ass like 24 to 27 inch like 244, 240 hertz monitor, dude, that'll last me another yeah. 10 years. Like for 150 bucks, dude, I, you can't beat that. Yeah. I got a good monitor, and I like it. I, I obviously don't even use it as much as you do, as you would. Yeah, I was just, like, sitting there, like, I, I was playing Diablo last night, and I was, like, because I play on my work monitor, like, for my games, and it's just, like, a regular-ass Dell work monitor. It's nothing special. Yeah. But I was, like, dude, I have, like, the nice Xbox. I got all this other gaming equipment. And the monitor is the one that makes, like, the most difference graphics-wise. And I was, like, I need to, like, finish my shit and just invest in a good monitor. Like, stop being cheap. I literally, the one I have now, I got a year before I met you. Yeah. In like 2014 or 15. Yeah, I got this one, I think, when COVID hit. Yeah, so yours is probably pretty nice. Is it curved or no? It is. Is it worth getting a curved one, do you think? Like, I don't know. Do you notice, like, because I asked my brother that. I was like, I can get a nice curved one for like 150 bucks, and it's going to do everything I need it to do, but I don't know if that's going to be like a game changer, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know if it is a game changer, but I feel like they're not that much. So it's like, yeah, why not? not? You know what I mean? Right. Like I basically could get, okay, I could either get, pay the same price for a curved. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, that's true. I got an AOC. I like it. That's the one I was looking at today, dude. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I might have to cop that when I uh, get off here, but. It's time. It's definitely time for your boy. For sure. I was looking at uh, weight stuff. There's this company that I think I found the squat rack that I want to get. And it's on sale for like for 350 bucks right now. They do free shipping, which is huge. And then it's um, also they're doing an extra 12% off for Prime Day. They're doing their own. Like it's not on Amazon Prime, but they're doing their own thing like to compete you know what i mean yeah that's kind of um, dope so it's, i think that comes out to huge. 308 the free shipping is huge because it's squat rack so it's going to be heavy mm-hmm. um yeah so i was like all right i might pull a trig on that so then I w- and then i went on prime and i'm like all right maybe i'll get a barbell and some weights yeah that was smart how's the uh you still hitting your little home gym every day or has it been too hot um i try to hit it every day but like it's just tough with life and shit and the yeah. baby, and like not a lot of sleep. Right. But yeah, I mean, tired. I do the hit it a decent amount. Lift. Yeah, I hit it. I hit it up a few times. Um, I mean, I just started working out again in the beginning of July. Yeah, I, dude, I need to. Now that I'm like home, 
for like the next foreseeable like month out on the weekend, dude. I'm I'm probably gonna get back into it. I've been, dude. The last two rounds of golf I've played were so fucking hot, and I was just like, this feels like I went to the gym, dude. Like so many swings, yeah. Like, including the range and just it like the hot the heat definitely adds yeah. to everything. I'm playing but. tomorrow at seven thirty and I know it's gonna be hot and I wanna get to the range early, but I don't even know if the range is gonna be open that early. Yeah, that's the one one thing about those early tee times is like the range is never open. Which kinda sucks. Yeah. Cause dude, if I go to the range and I just hit like the round Jake and I just played, we went and just split a ball a bucket. So it was only like I only took probably fifteen to twenty swings and it was perfect dude like my swing felt pretty much dialed all day like yeah there were a few that i i missed but like i just felt so much better than going there and hitting too many balls or not going at all like i just need like maybe 15 swings to get my arms warm and my body warm yep and just to like remind yourself of a couple things like that you've been working on with your swing yep because if you go in there dude and you're like you stand over the ball and you're like all right i gotta keep my head down knees bent like come straight back tuck my chin like if you're thinking about all that you're there's no shot you're going to be comfortable about swinging at it you know what i mean right right so i'll just i'll go up to my ball line myself up kind of just like make sure i'm feeling good and comfortable dude and check like one thing and it's usually my club face and then i'm like all right yeah i played last wednesday it was it was hot it was me owen and uh hampson and then a random and i got there like as they're like waiting at the ranger to like let them go i was like all right let me go like get checked in blah 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 the kid the random was checking in right before me so i was like all right cool um and but then it's like okay like we get out to the we're just going right and it's like no warm-up swing nothing well okay i took a warm right off the tee um but yeah and i just like i never got my club face around and that thing was right from the get-go um and I was like, all right, so I'm going to take a drop because I just put that one in somebody's fucking house. Um, <laughs> I literally heard it. Like, we all heard it hit something. <laughs> Couldn't find it in somebody's backyard or in their house or something. Um, and then just, you know, let my round fall apart from there. <laughs> <laughs> from the first swing. <laughs> uh, no, I actually got it together like 13 to 18. I played pretty well. Yeah. Um, That's basically the back nine. Yeah, so it was, I went par, bogey, double, bogey, par. That was my final five holes. Uh, But they were, like, good, like, so it was a par three, stuck it on the green, good two putt, and then it was a dog leg left, par four, got on the green in two, three putt, so I'm like, all right, that's not bad. And then I did did okay on on the next but I kind of fucked myself with a couple shots. Um, just they just like weren't completely there. And then so double bogey. The next hole was a par five. Best drive of the day. It's like a bends right a little bit. Best drive of the day. And like I hugged like the the, the car path and the fairway. I was like maybe like three inches into the rough, but it was sitting up pretty. So I went seven iron and I like hit like the middle of the green thought I was good, ended up bouncing over. The The green goes up from front to back. So I went over. So when I chipped it on, it rolled back down to the front off the green. Ooh. Oh. Um, and the flag was at the back of the green. So I ended up, it ended up fucking myself there. Um, but only a single bogey because it was a par five. 
And then the last hole had a nice drive, took Owens 54 onto the green, two putt. Is that for when you par. decided to buy one yourself? Well, I already had made the decision. Um, oh, it yeah. just was, a, um, I like, I was, I couldn't get, so I wanted to get the putter cover off of Etsy and I wanted to get a Titleist club, but I couldn't get a Titleist gift card or an Etsy gift card with like my, my shit from work. I can only get a Visa gift card. I can get a bunch of other gift cards, but not those two. Right. So it's like, all right, like, do I get like $100 to Etsy and $200 to Titleist? So I did that, but then it was like, Etsy it was like, we can't process your transaction. Like, they wouldn't let me do it with the Visa gift card. Um, so I was like, all right, let me buy the putter cover on Etsy first and use the rest on, on, uh, Titleist if I can. So I just, I just went smart. that route. Did you get it yet? No, it's going to get here Friday. Oh, damn. Just just in time to miss your tea time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Hampson, I found out, actually, he doesn't even have a driver. He was going three-wood out of all the tee boxes, and I thought that was just, like, his preference because that's what Timmy does. But right. um, I found out he doesn't even have a driver. He, he owns a couple times. Um, and he was like – we were texting the group today, and he was like, oh, dude, my driver's not going to be here, like, before we play. So we're just going to have to get together for another round. And I was like, facts, my 52 is also not going to be here. <laughs> you get out there again this weekend? No, nah, I, I like Wednesday, Thursday because Owen's got a weird schedule. So oh, he's true, off true. Wednesday, Thursday. That's like his weekend. Yeah, I forgot you told me that. That's kind of nice. And though, I feel cheaper. like nobody's out there. Yeah. On, Everything on is Wednesdays. cheaper during the week. Yeah. And it's not that's as pretty, That's pretty nice, dude. I kind of wish I could do that. Yeah, me too. Oh, wait, I do. <coughs> <laughs> we're going out and playing uh, on Saturday. We're playing West Course, which is I'm low-key kind of excited to because that was the course we played like every weekend when I still lived in Myrtle. Like it was West Course at 730 every Saturday. And um, I haven't played there. In pro- I don't think I played there once this, this summer yet. Have you played so, at Hackler this summer? Yeah, I think we played Hackler... Austin and I played Hackler, I think, right before Mexico, the weekend right before Mexico or after. Hackler's my I, favorite. I oh, we played Hackler before Savannah. Yeah, but I think we played again. Austin and I played again. Yeah, it was right before Mexico. So I remember he showed me the playlist that he was going to play at the wedding reception. Mm. So it was like mm. the weekend right before that. Um, but I haven't played that since. But yeah, Hackler's mad nice, dude. Low key. Low key is super... I think they're the best course in Myrtle. Um. All things considered, like, bang for your buck, best course in Myrtle. Oh yeah, best like dude. If you're we're paying like thirty five bucks around, it's the best thirty five dollar course by far. Like I think it's better than most like courses that are like seventy dollars at a lot. Of exactly, places. exactly. Like, the one I play, and in I pay full price, 80. and I'm still, I'm still saying that I pay like fifty bucks when I play there, and I'm still you don't even saying have that, to, dude. You can just I know. like if you get your tea time online, you can always pay like thirty bucks. It's nice. Mm. Um. Yeah, dude. My favorite it's, course in Myrtle is probably Wild Wing or... Oh, I hate Wild Wing. I love Wild Wing, dude. No turn, and I hate it. Yeah, that's I. That's what I hate. I hate courses that don't have a turn. I think West Course doesn't have a turn either. Or it's Kings North. One of those doesn't have a turn. Kings um, North has a turn. Kings North does. I think West Course does, too. I think it's... What's the other one? I don't know. Palmetto? I only know South Kings Creek? North because we a played Kings, course, Kings North when I was there. Um... But yeah, I, I like Wild Wing a lot because it's just, I think it's fun. It's a little bit longer, which is kind of fun for me. I like courses, dude. My Jake and I were actually talking about this. My favorite course is where on a par four, I can hit a, like a 
nice tee shot. Like if I hit a tank of a drive and it's still like I'm between like a seven or an eight iron for my second shot. I don't like when I'm like teeing off on every hole and I'm like, all right, fucking 56 or pitching wedge into the green. Like, yeah, I like still having like a deep, decently deep second shot where I'm like, all right, I'm like 155 out. Like, let's throw a dart. Like, that's my yeah, favorite I like, shot. I like an eight iron. Yeah, yeah. A seven and an eight are like my favorite to swing, but I probably swing my five the most just because I, I use that. I swing my six the most just because I'm most comfortable with it. And I know all my clubs are the same, and it's something that I'm working on with my therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, it's probably just the angle of your club you see makes you feel more comfortable. I just kept the, the six in my hand, time. and I'm like, "This is this is what I'm supposed to be swinging every every time." I just swing this a six every way. single time, <laughs> literally. But here's the yeah. thing: if I swung a six every time, I'm basically like hitting par fours in two shots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a 350 yard par four. That's two 175 shots. Yeah. That's six iron off the tee twice. You're on the green in regulation. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably dude. straight. That's why I like going yeah. iron off the off the tee box. Off I was actually tee, looking at sw- driving irons today for shits and giggles. Yeah, like the hybrid? I'm not going to buy one. No, like, like they make like irons that are like two irons that are special oh, for, yeah, for yeah. driving. I thinking about snagging one of those bad boys. I, I mean, probably at that hit point- one first. Yeah, I was gonna say they're probably tough to hit because they're long. But like at that point, dude, like if I'm 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 five iron off the tee on most par fours, unless it's like a wide open fairway or like the whole plays to my swing with a driver. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking a four most of the time. Yeah, it's the four I I hang left like and I crush my four iron, but I I can't straighten it out. The five is like the sweet spot for me where I can crush it and still. I hope I can hit my four straight, dude. Oh my god! So we're. We hit the turn, and what the course we played had, like, I told you it had, like, two holes that were closed, so we had to play, like, we had to yeah. go play the third set for two and then come back, so, like, we just figured it out on 18 birdies to, um, we switched, like, the par threes and the par fives so it would even out, and we, like, make the turn, and there was somebody behind us, like, screaming on his phone at, like, right in the middle of Jake's backswing, too, and we were just like, what the fuck? Get around, Jake hits a shot, and it goes, like, into the left, like, over a little, like, ridge and it's like sitting there it's like still a playable ball and the same people like behind us that were being low-key annoying turned all the way around to go back because they were done and just like picked up jake's ball and pocketed it and drove away Jeez. <laughs> and there, like in the middle of the fairway and i was like i tried to yell to him i was like yo but like obviously a lot louder and there's like no chance they heard me but they're it was like oh titleist hell yeah and jake's just sitting there like all right well i guess i'm taking a drop you think you see a ball like out in the middle of like a hole that's being played and you're just like ah oh, that must not be anyone's ball yeah i always like err on the side of caution i generally now like i leave balls i'm like that could be somebody's most of the time yeah i mean unless it's like tucked away in the woods or something right like, if it's right. like in play you're like under a tree or something i'm just gonna assume someone shanked one like i don't need a yeah and they're bad. coming to look for it yeah right and they're going to be hype if they find it. And I want everybody to have a good time. Yeah, dude. I want everybody to Y'all find Y'all having a good time? We uh, The next time you find your way down here, we got to play the course that we played, though, because it's pretty nice. And it was like there was one hole that was like so the trees were so narrow on the tee box, but it like the, the 
fairway wasn't that narrow, but it like, dude, tee shots sounded like bombs going off. It was awesome. It was just mm. like the sound would bounce off the tree. Like I hit a, sh- I hit a fucking shot, and Jake was like, "It sounded like somebody just shot a twelve gauge right next to us, dude." Dude, and my driver's loud when I hit it. Yeah, have you ever heard Trevor's driver? Maybe he has that like square. Well, I don't know if he still has it. We haven't played in I don't know how long, but he used to have that square like Nike one. I don't think I have. Oh, dude, it was it was like it was an explosion, bro. I remember the first time he hit a tee shot with that. I think it was like me, Jake, and Jordan, and a few other guys playing at Hackler, and he hits it, and I was just like, "Dude, my chest just like exploded." <laughs> Never heard a driver sound like that before. I'm excited to get out there tomorrow. I tomorrow I'm playing the course. I'm playing is very narrow, and it's in the woods. Narrow and in the woods. Yeah. And I'm not going to be able to hit the range. Why? Oh, yeah, because it's t- so early. Have you played this course before? Once when they had just got bought in by new ownership and it was still under construction. Like one of the uh, greens was under construction. So they literally just spray painted a big circle in the middle of the fairway. And the fairway was like all patchy. Oh, that's tough. But it's supposed to be nice now. Um, we'll see. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think I played there like October 2021. Oh, so it has been a while. Yeah. Like when I first moved in, I think I got like a late season round, round in there. In. Where was the and one the you thing. and I played last? One last August. Wh- where? It was like 15 minutes from your house. Valleybrook. Valleybrook. That's where uh, I that just was... played with Hampson and Owen. Okay. That's yeah. where we that played was... when we met with Jaws. With the two rant. Oh, no. I'm thinking of the one same we course. with the random dad and son. Was that the same course? Yeah, same course. Yep, uh, okay. yep, 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 okay. yep. Yeah, we yeah, played that nice. one, and we then we've also played at Westwood. Where was Westwood? That was oh, like 25 or 30 minutes. No, no. Valleybrook is where Cassandra lives. Oh, I have no idea where... Like any sort of geological location. In yeah, I wouldn't expect you to. I wouldn't expect you to. But yeah, I, I think know. we've only played those two courses. Valley Brook's all right. It's kind of a boring course because it's it, like it gave me River Oaks vibes from from Myrtle Beach. Yeah, one bit. one is straight. Two is like a two is a solid par five, and then like three is a short par three, and then four is just like a par four right next to it, and five is a par three right next to that, and then six you just oh, go so like up the links. hill. Yeah. You go up the hill, down the hill for seven, up the hill for eight, down the hill for nine, up the hill for ten, halfway back the hill for eleven, and then a par three to twelve. So like that's so boring. It's just up and down the same hill every time. It's it, that's yeah. it's beat. And then but then thirteen is a part a good par four and then 14 is like where i started my run and i i like that part of the course like that par three and then the dog leg left and then it's another dog leg left par five and then like a solid par four to finish it up like i, I like the that part of the course but like six through 12 is just so shit it's the same hole back and forth yeah yeah that's kind of how the one that i had grown up was um until you got to the back nine, because the back nine you crossed this road, and then the hill, it was like a giant hill, so you had to go like up a mountain kind of to the right, and then you play like a huge dog leg left par five, and at the end of that hole was the trail that connected the golf course to my house, so it was like 
Oh, dude, I like we used to ride snowmobiles on on the whole like after that all the time, and it was like straight downhill par or no the first one was a par four the second one was a par five because we used to ride the golf carts down the hill and throw it in neutral and see how far you could go and fast yeah. you go down the hill so fun dude the back nine was so much better at my uh home course it's called sycamore i think they just redid it but yeah i like all the shit courses that i grew up by more than i like low, Valley key, Brook. low key like the home like shit courses where you kind of like I don't know if it's nostalgia, but like grew up playing golf, like learned how to play golf the best. Those yeah, I don't have the courses. same relationships with my home courses. I mean, I don't play at the one that like I would say I like grew up on and I didn't really grow up on a golf course. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. played a little bit in high school and then I just kind of started hitting them and stuff. Um, I, w- I never like played, played, I didn't like learn as a kid or anything like that. No, um, I I never learned. I would just that's where my first job was. So I was like, yeah, I'll pick it yeah, up. And then I started yeah. playing, and I was like, oh, I love this shit. My two Owen and Timmy both worked at a, at the golf course, so like I'd hang out there with them. But that was it. Yeah, I'd eat chicken tenders. Chicken tendies. Oh my god, I used to steal like little Snickers bars on like I would come into. Oh, why water wouldn't you? And I'd be like, yeah, I'll take a Snickers. Like, all right, you know, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Get How could you snack. not? My friend who it. lived right across the street like we were pretty good friends growing up um like and his dad was a huge golfer obviously because they lived like next to the golf course he got a job there doing the same thing i did so we would work like events and stuff whenever they had like a tournament we'd always like fill all the cards and just help with like general general labor stuff um but it was so fun dude because we would just like fuck off all day and get paid like seven bucks an hour and just have have a blast how amazing is that seven bucks an hour and you were like word yeah, this is good living, like, dude. I'm getting this paid. is fueling my Cumberland Farms slushy and Dunkin' Donuts like uh, donut meal like every day for the summer. Yep. I'm gonna wake up. My mom's gonna drive me to the town because she's going through town anyways on her way to work. I'm gonna fucking ride my BMX bike around all day. I'm gonna get a donut and a slushy, <laughs> and I'll work seven hours a week or eight hours a week at this golf course for like fifty bucks. <laughs> yep, worth it. Yep. It was great, dude. Speaking of, my bike is, whew, she's feisty, dude. I, we went for a yeah. ride after I got it, like, obviously, like, ready to ride again. I got the new chain on. Um, we went for, like, a five-mile ride because there's a park across the street from us that just, like, the road loops around this giant lake. And we're like, yeah, we'll go for a ride. And we're just, like, we just kept going. Bro, I got off that thing, and we went across the street, across the street to the bar after with one of Maggie's friends. I'm sitting there, bro. I'm like, my hands are hurting from like just being cramped for being in this. Yeah. Like my butthole hurts because I can't sit on the seat. I have to stand up and like I'm sweating. Oh dude. man, I'm not like, the butthole. Yeah, oh, dude, the butthole sweat is unreal when you're on one of those BMX bikes. The chafing, you got to sit down on that little ass seat where it's just like yeah, the, yeah. The chafing the gets me bad. I got some thick thighs. They steady rub together. Steady chafing, dude. But yeah, it was I get a lot bad of fun, chafing. but. Uh, the next day, we uh, went to the like a coffee shop on our bikes, and I was like, "All right, like, I gotta take like a day off because my muscles be hurting from this, bro." I'm, yeah, this is no joke. And she's probably chilling, right? Because she no, don't got a pedal like on her that. beach cruiser, dude. Yeah. She's like sitting there all happy, just looking around. And I'm, I'm sitting like, "Oof, oof, oof," <laughs> putting it. In. I'm on a 28 tooth fucking sprocket, dude. That's like yeah, that big maybe. <laughs> I'm putting yeah. three pedals next to her, like half a pedal. I mean, it's fun to to play on. 
Oh, it's so fun to play on. Dude. Not as I good was, for cruising. I still, I still got it in me, bro. I was throwing out a few tricks here and there. Yeah, I'm off sure the you curb were. And throwing in a 180. Haven't, I haven't, I haven't attempted a 360 yet because I'm scared. But yeah, I wouldn't either. I'm gonna get a, get a little more comfortable, and then we might try that. I was gonna say you've been on this bike for two days. I don't know if you're ready for a 360. Yeah, I was like, dude, I used to do this 10 years ago. I'll be fine. I yeah, break my shoulder. Like riding a bike, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just throwing backflips. <laughs> Yo, Maggie, watch me tail whip off this fucking 17 stair, bro. <laughs> Break my neck. Uh, that'd be the thing. You would. You would get severely injured. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God, bro. Dude, there was this one time. I feel like I might have told this story before, but I was riding my bike to uh, soccer practice. We had doubles that day, so it was like 530 in the morning. Riding my bike to the school. And I had, like, a gallon of water in my backpack, like, my cleats, obviously, shorts, like, shit to change into. And I just had, like, regular gym shorts and, like, a t-shirt on. Not my, like, practice stuff. But I'm going on my bike, like, down the middle of the road. It's super early. And I'm kind of just doing, like, you know that thing, like, you do on a bike where you kind of just, like, mm, mm, like this? Like, yeah, super yeah, yeah. casual, not going fast or anything. You're just, just chilling, like, looking around, having a good time. I did that, dude, and I turned like this, and my bars folded in like this, and I fucking... Like my hands were stuck holding onto my bars crossed like this and just went poof, right over the top of the bars, dude, and just like skidded on the ground for like a foot and a half. Got up, took it like a champ, got it up, dude, just like rode it back to kept going to practice or whatever. And I get there and like my whole like cheekbone was just like like swollen. And my coach was like, Did you get in a fight? Like he he genuinely thought I was like, wouldn't tell him like I, I got in a fight with somebody. I was like, No, dude, I literally fell off my bike like 20 minutes ago like on yeah. my way here Freshly thanks for waking me up for a 7 a.m practice dude yeah dude when we were younger i remember timmy was like bro if you like move your handlebars back and forth really fast like you can go like you can pr- propel yourself to like go on your bike <laughs> oh, and like we and like we did it and like we all did it and i remember he used to be obsessed with it he's like nee, 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 and just went too far one time and over his handlebars oh. and i was laughing my ass off <laughs> yeah dude that's when we we're just deer in the headlights like over the handlebars that's the scariest Facts. fucking part like way to fall off a bike in my opinion my boy loosened up loosened my front tire up because i would we would always like just try to ride wheelies so he, he loosened my shit up and i went and popped up into a wheelie and my front wheel didn't come <laughs> off the ground <laughs> <laughs> oh man just straight forks into concrete <laughs> well i was able to be like all right i'm just gonna go like into this wheelie and bail out the back yeah that could have been bad. One of those wheelies where you just don't get it up either, so you're just like yeah, yeah, back yeah. down, just off a tire. Oh man, friends, man, friends. They want to. They want to see you burn. They do. They do want to see you burn, and they're BMX the best bikes. thing for you. Yeah. What else we got? YouTube been watching lots you? of youtube that's all i got is that um, what you is that what we were talking about maybe maybe um uh, so i, I was on youtube point. i i popped on youtube and i saw um like bob does sports and christian pulsage and i was like oh okay it's all, is that up yeah it's so it's on grant horvat's site and it's so it's grant horvat versus bob and christian, and christian? yeah in a scramble oh fuck i'm watching that tonight for sure yeah. dude so then i so i watched that so then it recommended for me today 
from Grant Horvat's site. It was like YouTube Golf Championship featuring Bob Does Sports. So oh, it's with Bob Fat Perez? And, yeah, so it's Joey and Bob, and they're like commentating. Yeah, I watched that then one. Then it's like it's so a good, two dude. and a half hour episode. Yep, that's my shit to watch at night, dude. Literally, like sometimes Maggie... She, because every time we go to bed, she'll her head will hit the pillow in ten minutes. She's out, so I'm usually just like, all right, I'll watch like yeah. my YouTube shit. And it's either this MLB the Show streamer or like golf, like YouTube golf, like that. And it's always like Bob does sports is my priority, like YouTube golf. I always watch them first, but then if I'm caught up on those, I'll watch like Good Good or Grant Horvat or like there's a few others that I've seen some of. But I mean, the Barcelona golf guys just aren't. I feel like they're okay, but they're not as good as Bob does sports or. uh good good or anything like that like, yeah i not, only watch really bob the sports why well, i just actually lied because i just told everybody that i watched these two episodes um of grant horvat and i mean they were decent but i'm not i mean i don't love grant himself you know what i mean no bob does the bob does sports crew is the best because i yeah. feel like they're the most relatable yeah and, and the most entertaining most entertaining, like a pure yeah. entertainment value yeah um but i'll Have watch like new podcast? heights no, I didn't know there was a podcast. Yeah, they upload it on their YouTube channel like every now and then. But yo, is it really true good. that um, Bob owns Breezy Golf? Um, I think he's like I don't know if he's own owns it or if he's partnered with them, but he, they're pretty much one in one. Like all of their um, merch and stuff is Breezy. Mm. Yeah, I thought I could have swear that Grant had said like, "Oh, like Bob like owns Breezy, like go get some to support him." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." Um, um, yeah, they have like the the have a day stuff and like their shirts yeah. that they put out. That's all Breezy Golf. I and I think he might he might own it. I'm not sure, but he's like definitely a big part of that brand because I think that yeah. he had his his Bob does sports or whatever his name is on Instagram and then the Breezy Golf Instagram account. Yeah, yeah. Um I watch so I'll watch Bob Does Sports and then I'll watch like New Heights on there and the footballers. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll watch Green Light Pod. Um I'll just like watch my podcast basically because I I don't really listen to podcasts. I don't have a commute or anything anymore. Well, dude, and remember I don't like when I work. Remember a while ago when you were saying how you mostly just listen to podcasts because they're you're, like they're usually on in the car and I was like, "Oh, I'm a big watcher cuz like I just watch them when I work from home. Yeah. Dude, watching podcasts is so much better. It is. It's so because much better. Because you can like, watch it and they all have like, you can either like hear, see the people talking. It like gives it like a different perspective. Honestly, if you can see the people um, oh, like the footballers, they have a bunch of animations and shit that they use. And, like all the drops have a visual setting to them too. Um, yeah. And like, it's just better like that. Like even, um, I'll listen to, like, I've been into fantasy football, so I'll listen to their Footballers Dynasty and their DFS and, like, betting podcast. And those aren't on video. They just have, like, the uh, they're just podcast all logo is on there, and it's basically, and it's audio only. And, like, I yeah. still watch it on YouTube. That's how I watch, like, my, uh, the Michael K show. Like, he'll post, like, highlights, but it's never, I mean, some of them are, like, in studio talking, but that's if it's uploaded right. by, like, a fan or something. But his are right. just, like, the Orioles recap was a picture of Seve and it was just his audio. That's what I was listening to while I was finishing up work today, actually. Mm. Yeah. But I don't, I don't mind that either. Cause it's like also gives me a reason to not be distracted and like watch while I work. Exactly. 
Like, it's like, oh, I can just listen to this and do my shit instead of, like, exactly. do my shit and, like, try and catch, like, follow it. Because I have the TV above me, so I just, like, work here and then have that on. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to hear this bit from Lil Sasquatch or Roan. Yeah, that's true. I don't have a TV in my office, and I think that's probably for the best. Yeah. There are some times where I have to literally, like, pause what I'm watching and turn it off and be like, all right, I need to bang this out. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think so. I was telling Lex actually. I think I want to put like hardwood over the carpet underneath my desk, just for like rolling around and stuff on my chair. Oh yeah, it's probably. I think it'll be better than rolling on carpet. You should just get one of those chair mat things. I have one, and here's the thing: because it's on, I've had it for a while, and because it's on carpet, I have like indents in it, and it's cracked a bunch. So just get a new one. (laughs) Well, I don't want to have to keep buying a new one. That's the thing. Yeah, but putting like hardwood have floors hardwood in there floor. is probably I already have hardwood floors. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was going to put a bar in my basement, so my parents had some leftover. They gave it to me. So I could just snap some of that together and put yeah. it underneath my desk. I should I should have le- included that part. I was going to say doing the whole room over, too, would be... No, nah, yeah, I'm just going to do like a small square like underneath my desk. That's pretty smart. That's kind of cool. And then you just put one of those like dividers on it, right? Where the carpet meets the wood. Yeah, if I want to, I might not even go that deep. Well, that because oh, no, no, things... no. I'm just gonna put it over the carpet, and then when we move out, I'm gonna unsnap it and take it with me. Oh, true, true. You're not gonna take the carpet out underneath. No, 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 no. That seems like a lot. Yeah, but I did think about it. Well, it's good you had that thought. Yeah, you weighed your options. Yeah, I did. I did. And I was like, ah, oh, that seems like a lot of work and like a pretty serious change and like a whole renovation that I would have to like do like now Just to before be able to roll I'm back in the in office. My... <laughs> yeah. I can snap some pieces together pretty quickly. Yeah. Might do you it have this to be week. back in the office. I'm not going back until um September after Labor Day. We got that Monday oh, nice. off, I go back Tuesday. Dude, I'll tell you what, I've been itching to work. Really? Yeah. Is, is it? Do you have like anxiety of not having like? You're always like, are you always like? Oh, I wonder like what I'm gonna have to do when I get back to work. Like what my workload's gonna be when I get back. Like I'm missing. All no, that. I'm just like excited to grind. Really? Yeah. I have like, I think it's because me and Lex have been watching this show called Suits. Yeah, it's about lawyers and stuff, but they're like the best in the world, and it's like ignited this like competitive nature or reignited this competitive nature in me and like it makes me want to just like go back and kill it and like be like the best at what i do that's pretty fire to yeah. have that yeah but just here's the super thing. shot of motivation yeah the only bad part is that it's like i know that like that would require me putting in long hours which is like so counterintuitive to like how i know that i want to live my life yeah well, you bang it out for a few years though, and like, I know that's really the, that's the, the other that's the other thing. It's like risk reward, right? Yeah, it's dude. I've been actually thinking a lot about like the financial state of like our country right now. Yeah, and the whole like housing market and inflation, and everything. It's really bummed, been bumming me out. I saw, I think it was this one video I watched the other day where it was like. Showing like comparing the stats of the Great Depression financial crisis to like now, and it was like yeah. there was one stat where it was like the average, um, 
like yearly income for somebody the median going income the median income for somebody going through the great depression was like 4000 or yeah 3000 4000 and equivalent that equivalent today is like $88,000 a year yeah and i don't even i saw I the same make, thing i don't make close to $88,000 a year right now dude like i'm sitting there i'm thinking i'm like that included with the price of rent like i'm paying basically a mortgage right now in rent like a mortgage from no even house. 10, 15 years ago. I've got no house. Like it's not. And, not and you can't even anything. afford a house because you can't afford the whatever the down payment is. Right. And it's like I can't even get them. Well, it's not that I would know. I haven't like applied for a mortgage or anything. But like people our age right now are having trouble getting mortgages because of like financial reasons like that. But on top of that, they're basically paying a mortgage in rent. So it's like, yeah, so they're paying more than a mortgage in rent. Yeah, bro. It's for crazy. sure. Because if I like, I like at least I know in Jersey that's a one hundred percent fact. Because we were looking to rent before we bought a house. Like you know, when you want to move in with somebody, the first thing that you do isn't buy a house; it's rent right. the place together. And um, so we wanted to rent, but we couldn't because it was COVID and shit, and everybody was like fleeing the city. So people had bread, and it would be couples who were paying more than two grand each in the city. Now they're like, okay, we're gonna go get a house somewhere in Jersey. And they'd be like the house would go on up for like twenty four hundred, which is more than her and I could have even afford. But we're like, right. all right, it's like our only shot. And the people would come in offering three thousand a month, and they'd be like, yeah, sorry, we're not even going to entertain you. Yeah, and to begin, um, and now like I'm paying not even two thousand for a mortgage. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. It's so ass backwards, bro. Yeah, like our generation, like oh, it gets me so mad when like older people are always like. Oh well, you just like your generation doesn't work hard. And stuff. It's, it's like, ridiculous. Dude, dude. You have no idea like what we could have done. Like, dude, people who didn't go to college 40, 30 years ago and had like a factory job that they just worked their whole life could afford like to have a house and have multiple cars and have a pool. It's like, dude, could you imagine being like of like working for UPS right now and like being able to afford all that? Like, it's impossible, dude. Yeah, there's no way. There's no shot. Like you I think trades are the way to go. Yeah, especially now with like how automated like a lot of jobs are becoming. Yeah, if you're good at like a good trade, dude. Yeah. Like electric or plumbing or something like that. I kind of wish like I mean even this is probably going to become automated eventually, but like I kind of wish I knew more about like coding and engineering. Yeah. Cuz like I feel like Yeah, that's you could probably well, here's the thing, you could probably around. have AI write a code, code. for you. Right. Hey AI, I need a code that does X, Y, and Z. Oh, okay. Here you go. Yep. But That's here's the thing: you, you're never gonna be like, "Hey AI, I need you to wire this house." <laughs> yeah. Hey AI, this I is... need you to like install plumbing system. Yeah. Like that's always gonna be. Or hey AI, I need you to like. This is dark, but like bury dead people. Like that job is always gonna be around because people are gonna always be dying. Like working in a cemetery. Yeah, you're always going to have to bury bodies for the mafia. Well, we're eventually going to run out of space to bury people, so... Yeah, just start burning them. Yeah, but isn't that, like, pretty bad for the environment, too? I mean, probably, but I'm I'm willing to risk it. We just need to find a way to, like, open a portal. Like, imagine yeah. if trash cans... 125 years from now are just little, like, portals. Like, brick portals where you can just throw shit out. And just goes into the void of space forever. That'd be crazy. There's just take so a, much garbage, trash dude. Can. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's bad. 
Like and there's so gonna, much waste in this world. It's I feel bad. I, I I mean I literally feel bad just drinking these water bottles because of it, dude. Well, you're better off throwing them in the garbage and recycling them. Right. That's the other thing. Because they just most of that time, the recycle just gets fucking dumped offshore to like a third world country. Yeah, I saw that. Were you the one that sent that video where it was like I don't know. I think you sent us a video where it was like. Uh, asking people like oh do you recycle do you recycle or whatever blah 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 and he goes into like explaining how like it just literally gets shipped off and dumped into a third world country yep and then it goes into their lakes and then just into the ocean and it's like all right well that was useless lex sent it to me i think so i I texted her or i said i like replied to her and i was like word this means we only to take the the, we only have one garbage night now and she was like well we still got to recycle like cardboard and shit like that i was like fuck you're right yeah there's, it's crazy. Sometimes when I take the garbage out to my place, people are just throwing the most random shit back there, like oh, I believe TVs it. and fucking couches and just everything you can imagine, dude. There's been yeah, times dude. Where well, like shit just like, gets like perfectly fine. Like shit just gets like used and outdated, and sh- and people just people just want new stuff. That's what that's what people do. Yeah, yeah. They get new things. Nobody speaking, wants to like. Speaking of uh, capitalism and new stuff. Did you see my Instagram story about how the I Yankees did. have that that patch now on their shit? Yeah, yeah. The I Mets have, it, have had one all year, and it was so big and obnoxious at first that like the fans were like, "Bro, this is ridiculous," and they shrunk it. Yeah, dude. I thought the Yankees wouldn't succumb to being fucking bozos and doing shit like that because it's like this is. You can't even put your name on the back of a jersey, but you're going to put this fucking company who just throws money that. at you? I like that we don't have our names on the back right, of our jersey. Right, That's so what why keeps the fuck it... would you want... Right. Like, I feel like, to the players, just like, oh, kind of a me, fuck you, who like, like, makes you all your fucking money, who makes the, the badge worth anything, because without the players, like, the badge isn't worth fucking shit. You're not even going to have a sponsorship on the sleeve, but I can't right. have my name on the jersey. Well, not even that, dude. I just think it ruins the tradition of the Yankees. It does. Like, it's, it's always just been NY or like NY, Yankees. pinstripes. I mean, now that the league wide have the Nike symbol on them, I don't. That doesn't bother me. No. But like when we start doing fucking like patches like that for a fucking like consulting company or insurance company, I'm like, you're really selling out, dude. Like you're a billion dollar company. Like basically, you don't yeah. need a fucking More patch money. on your arm, right, dude? Can, yeah. I love advertisements, though. Got to see every single one I possibly fucking can. Dude, the whole, like, advertising shit has really gotten on my nerves lately. Like, I want to physically fight the guy who thought mid-video advertisements and YouTube videos were, like... Oh, my God, dude, thing. and they're not letting you skip them anymore. They're so, it's so annoying, dude. All like, day, like, today, and I think maybe yesterday, too. Like, every time I watch a video now, it's like... Normally, you get two ads, and you could skip the first one after five or six seconds, right? And you're like, all right, then you're done. And now it's like two 15-second-plus videos, and you can't skip them. There's no skip option. Yep. It's like, all right, we will cut down to one minute of ad time, but there's two, and you can't skip them this time. Yeah. It's so frustrating, dude. I'm like, it's like I don't want to have to sleep next to my remote and have to keep, like, skipping these every five minutes, dude. Yeah. Just right, give me ads me, in the beginning. Start me with one in the beginning or throw one at the end. But when it like goes from just no well, warning. That's how like, they oh, try to push you to get YouTube whatever. YouTube TV or YouTube Red or whatever it's called. 
yeah, which I'm YouTube considering doing because if Andy comes here, he's like, well, if he is moving here, he's like, we should just split like YouTube TV for our shit and like just start our own account. I was like, yeah, that would be dope because then we get all the NFL shit and then just like regular TV on top yeah, of that. Yeah, it's low-key bread for the NFL package. Oh, really? It doesn't just come with YouTube TV subscription? Nah, I looked into it. You got to like pay for the YouTube TV subscription, which is like 70 bucks in itself. And then you have to pay like 300 bucks for the package. Yeah, yeah, you should look into it before you say that's what I'm going to do. So, Crack so, streams it is. <laughs> yeah, well, see, so I do Sling, and Sling's not bad. That gives you the red zone, right? Yeah, Sling gets me red zone, but it doesn't get me like all the out-of-market games, which like sometimes I end up streaming stuff. But So Sling gets me... You pay like 35 or something like that for Sling for the package, and then you have to pay like an extra 10 or 15 for the package with Red Zone, so or maybe 20. So it comes out to like 55 or 50 total a month. So do that for like four months or whatever, right? Yeah, I was going to say, do you just cancel it after football season? It. Yeah. And then, so that gets me like Red Zone. Basically, it gets me Red Zone. That's the, that is the cheapest way to get Red Zone. Even done then, my research. Pretty, if you just want red zone, I don't know why they don't just offer that. Like, pay twenty five. Offer that. Bucks offer like year. they do MLB TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even, ugh, dude, the dude, whole... make red zone a hundred bucks for the year. I'm buying it. Yes, dude. Yes, make make it MLB version or football version of MLB TV with no blackout restrictions, and I will pay a hundred dollars yeah. a year for that. Easy. Oh, dude, easy. If it was just Red Zone, I'd pay a hundred a year for that. But if you're gonna give me like all the out of market games too, well, yeah. not even that. Just like be, like pick your favorite team, so you always have like you know if the if the birds are playing in like fucking L.A. or some out of market team, Kansas City, Kansas City. Well, that would probably be like, like a primetime game, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Indianapolis, Indianapolis. Yeah, they're out on like a four o'clock game, and it's not going to be on Fox, CBS, or fucking yeah, what, ABC or whatever, like. I'll take that in red zone. Hundred bucks a year, dude. I don't like. I can janky stream the other games if I really need to. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. See, so like with Sling, you don't get local CBS or local Fox. You get like CBS News and Fox News. You get their national web or national channels, and that's it. So I don't right. get local Fox. So I can't watch the birds on Sling. But I just saw like those. Like if I when I want to watch the birds, I generally have to stream it off of Fox Sports. Yeah, which, which isn't, isn't that, bad. that bad. No, but there's a Although, little bit of a delay delay and i was watching the all-star game on fox sports last night and it it was literally freezing more so than my janky stream would i'm like what the fuck is even the point the janky streams for red zone are too are too terrible for me dude they're painful they are pretty painful i mean mine weren't that bad last year but it is annoying when you have to get up like every 15 minutes and refresh yep. like if yep. I'm sitting on the couch and i'm trying to veg out i don't want to have to like wait exactly to see what dude, and it's worth it the 55 a month or whatever it is is worth it yeah um they but I mean, just if you and Andy split it, that package, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we split it, it wouldn't be that bad. Like thirty five bucks a month. Yeah. Wouldn't I probably wouldn't get the NFL yeah. shit though. Oh, we're getting screwed with streaming, bro. I we say this a lot, I know. but it's so yeah. annoying. Yeah, it's terrible. I can't wait for football season though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's for damn sure. I'm gonna have to get on my best ball uh shit because I haven't put any in yet. Yeah, I think I'm going to start another one. I've only done one. This one that I made is my first one. I'm going to see how my team is so far. Let me pull yeah, it up. Yeah, let me hear your team. I kind of, like, stopped caring halfway through, honestly. Through your best ball? 
yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not like thinking that much about it. I'm just like, whatever, dude. This is who's there. That's who I'm going to pick. So I was the 102. Justin Jefferson went first. And instead of taking CMC, I took Jamar Chase. Don't hate that. But then there was no running backs that I really liked. No, no, no. That's not true. There were running backs that I liked at the back of the second. But I took DK Metcalf because I was between him and T. Higgins at receiver. And I was like, well, I have Chase, so I don't want Higgins. Right. So I'm going to take DK and then just play whoever comes back to me, comes back to me. And the next guy went Higgins, Mark Andrews. So I got my pick of the litter. So I took Derrick Henry. Ooh, okay. And then Mike the Williams. Round? Yeah. And then the next time it came back to me, I took Mike Williams and then Justin Herbert. So I got that little stack. Jordan Addison, Minnesota rookie receiver. Dallas Goddard, Samaj P. Ryan, Sky Moore, Dalton Kincaid, Kendra Miller, Derek Carr, and Van Jefferson. It's not a bad little squad, dude. That, like, one through six is pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel our like receiver. Derek Henry in the third round is pretty solid value. Yeah. Derek Henry in the third round, and then Samaj, who might be the starter in Denver, and then Kendra. But there's new news out of the Alvin Kamara case For that Kamara, he. I heard. He, like. He did no pled contest no contest to the felony, and he pled guilty to a misdemeanor. But like that's way different when it comes to getting a suspension. Yeah, yeah. What does pleading no contest even mean? They they dropped the case. Oh, they just the charges were dropped. Yeah, something or like same, like basic premise. Like you're not saying you're guilty, but you're not saying that you're not guilty, and we're gonna let it go. But right. he also paid. A hundred thousand dollar fine to for medical expenses to this guy. Damn, so it's so like it's... because like when you sign like an like a settlement like because that's what it is he settled, and right. so like when you sign that it's like okay, you have to put in a plea as well. Right. Um. So they're probably like I just said like, I'm watching right, the say... show about lawyers now and they're like okay we're gonna make them settle. I literally was just watching this and this guy's like, all right, we're going to get these company to, for, to settle for 40,000. And his like the lawyer above him is like, dude, they would give you 10 times that. And they won't even think about it. He was like, I know, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to make it so that they have to plead guilty as well. And he was like, well, they're not going to want to do that. Even if it's just 40,000. And he was like, well, I want him to say that they're guilty anyway, because they are, and they're a bunch of dirty rotten bastards. That sounds like he was a pretty like, good show. He was like, just say that they're going to settle for 400 and no contest. You know how guilty you got to be if you're willing to pay like an extra like a hundred grand on top of that just to not have to say that you're guilty. Yeah. <laughs> like. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's most settlements. <clears throat> I feel like, but exactly. But I don't know. It's good. It is a good show. It's called Suits. Suits. What's I watched it, it on Peacock and Netflix. Peacock. All right. Well, we don't watch it on Netflix anymore, but it's on Peacock, but they, that has ads too. That has commercials. Yeah. Peacock doesn't really annoy me though. No. Their, their ads aren't too bad. No. Nah, it's like a minute of ads or yeah. less. It's not as bad as watching cable. HBO's where it's at. They ain't got none of that shit. HBO's good, but they like only have HBO stuff and I don't want to only watch HBO stuff. Yeah, but like their HBO stuff is good. It's like niche, like good stuff. Yeah, like most yeah, shows on there it. are pretty good. Like all like the um, 
what's it called like game of thrones and last of us like those are all like top tier shows so every time i go on hbo i'm like i can usually find something that i know is going to be good like they're not doing any of that like that d budget netflix stuff like i feel like half the stuff on netflix is garbage i like hulu they got a lot of good stuff yeah hulu's gotten a lot better um Um, they always have good movies morty um they always have good movies like advertised like good like old school adam sandler dude like yeah I was like, hell yeah, dude. I watched Mr. Deeds like the first night that we got home from the hospital because they advertised. I was like, hell yeah, old school Sandler. Let's get it. Their uh, FX channel is pretty good, too. Yeah, and they have like, they have, they've, it's always sunny. They, I saw they have Workaholics. Um, yep. They've got, they've got Rick. They got Solar Opposite. They have Dave. Futurama. They have Brickleberry. They have Dave. Like, yeah, Hulu's got, got a, a lot of really good shit. Their anime section is really good, too. They have like all, every anime, all the yeah. good shit. Netflix one isn't bad, but they just I feel like Netflix takes so long to add new shit to their platform too. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of Netflix anymore. And because yeah. like also like I get Hulu with ESPN Plus and Disney Plus, and I watch ESPN Plus more than anything. Yeah, ESPN Plus is like one of my most worth it subscriptions I have. Yeah, I agree. That's one. That's the one that I will always probably have. Yeah, They've you can got take all everything the good else, shit, dude. Give have me you, ESPN Plus. Have you ever explored their uh, like thirty for thirty section? I haven't, but I, I I want to. I actually I saw. Well, I don't know. Do they put E sixties up there? They might. I don't know if they put all of them up there, but I feel like I've definitely seen some. I saw the start of a rerun of an E sixty the other night, and it was about um, psilocybin and like using it for like concussion treatment and sh- and shit like that like oh, really? post sports the main guy that they were showing at the start of it was actually like an ex flyers like enforcer type guy that's cool yeah so i i but we lex turned it off because she wasn't into it and i was going to sleep um but yeah I was, so i was like oh, i would like to see if i could find that on on espn like on the app and i'm sure and they gotta it. have some of those on espn plus yeah that sounds yeah. like prime ESPN Plus content. It does. It does. Um, the but yeah, uh, 30 ESPN for Plus 30s is are the really best. good, too. Yeah. 30 for 30s are good. I haven't watched have many golf. of them, honestly. They always have golf on, like, when the tournaments come around. Pretty um, much all of college sports, except for, like, March all Madness. All college sports, for the most part, except for March Madness. Uh, but, yeah, all college baseball and shit is always on there. Um, they have a bunch of, like, pro stuff. And, like, even though they aren't the primary people like they still have they still get good shit like they have like baseball night like tuesday night baseball i think right they have like a hockey night night during hockey season they have sunday night baseball on espn yeah they have a hockey night um they get monday night football so they get like sprinkles of all the other stuff like they get basketball games yeah and they also get all the abc so everything that's on abc is also on espn right dude dude put some respect on espn plus name like espn gets a lot of shit nowadays for their sports but I feel like ESPN Plus is like should be their main focus. Yeah, it's their they best put, asset. They don't put like uh, their morning talk shows and stuff on there, do they? Well, yeah. Like at like live, or is it just? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I never go to that app to watch that type of stuff. I was just like, I'll just it on see. YouTube like now, something. it's like I'll just throw it on because like I used to never, but that was because I was working you know what i mean but right. now it's like i'm waking up and i have nothing to do but sit on this couch with this baby because he doesn't want to sit in his bassinet so i have to either hold him or feed him or both 
Right. And so it's like, all right, I'll just, you know, throw on ESPN, whatever's on ESPN, I'll just watch that. And it's usually their talk shows in the morning. But it's been Wimbledon, which is so beat because I'm like, I don't want to watch Wimbledon. I want to watch, watch Wimbledon. I would rather I watch their terrible, t- I would rather watch their <laughs> terrible talk shows and it's not on. Than tennis. <laughs> yeah. Or NASCAR. NASCAR and tennis, dude. I don't know how people. Fuck I'd rather watch NASCAR. I fuck with NASCAR. Oh, yeah, over tennis, but like still, it's. If NASCAR's on the TV, I'm taking a snooze. I know a lot That's of people say that thing. about Sometimes golf, too. Sometimes it's the but... best, though. Yeah. Like, you need something to put you to sleep on a hungover NASCAR, Sunday? The right. sound of the voo, 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 and yeah. the commentators in the background. Yeah. Yeah. That's always a nice, like, Golf's good to sleep, Sunday. too, too. Golf's good to sleep, too, but I, like, I enjoy I'm actually it. watching it. Yeah, I'm, I'm into, like, yeah. seeing how players, you know, shape their shot and you know what my favorite part is when they have like the hot mics when they're about to like take their shot and you can kind of yeah. hear what they're saying to their Did caddy. you watch the match? No, dude. I, I thought it was like, I thought that was like an August, September thing, which I guess no, doesn't make yeah. sense because that's in football season, but true. I think it just depends on who's like participating. Yeah. It crept up on me this year, dude. Cause I love watching the match. Like that's always it was my good, favorite. Dude. Like, Mahomes and Kelsey shitted on them. Steph and Clay. Steph and Clay, yeah. Didn't Steph like pull out from like a hundred yards or something on one of the whole? I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing. Oh, I thought that might have been an old video, but I saw him like pulled out from like a fucking hundred and forty-five yard shot. Not bad. They all had like yeah. customized golf carts. It was sick. That's pretty cool. Kelsey actually had an Air Jordan putter cover. That's what made me want to get it. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw that and I was like, "Yo, that's fresh. I'm getting one of those fucking money." Dude, of course Kelsey has that too. That's like such a thing he yeah, would have. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I have two putters and they one of them like the putter cover is just like I don't like a little like plastic like or now I guess like rubbery piece. Yeah. Like it's like just like, like random leather? like stretchy stuff. No, it's like it's like elastic, I guess. And it just like goes over it, but it always falls off and I might have lost it honestly cuz it's not yeah. on there. And then I have my putter that has, like, the forks coming out the back. And that putter cover is, like, shedding and, like, falling apart. I was like, all right, I'm going to get this Jordan one because it's fresh as fuck. Uh, like, I have to get a new putter cover. I might as well ball out, right? Right. Um. So, obviously, I can't use the John that has the forks on it. So, I'm like, all right, I'm going to use my other putter and retire the one with the forks on it. And that'll be JT's putter. I'm just like, as I buy clubs and have to retire other ones, I'm just, like, Stash starting them. a bag for them. Yeah, that's fucking. Awesome. That's a great idea, honestly, dude. Like right now, he has a, a three wood and a putter. That's all you need, dude. <laughs> JT's gonna step up and just drive the green with a fucking three wood and then grab his yeah. putter. But I uh, had to. Th- well, I had to take a club out of my bag because I'm buying a fifty two. So it's like, all right, I'll take one of the putters out. I don't. I don't need two putters. Right. And I like the putter that I have better. I put a new grip on it last year, and it's like a, a way better grip. It's a little bit fatter. Dude, I don't know why but two rounds ago when i played in um missouri started having like a real wide stance with my putting and i'm like low-key kind of money now really good like 10 feet in i don't know why i think it's just i have more like leverage to go straight back and straight forward because before i was standing a little close and i would kind of just like wiggle arm it a little bit and i would always end up pushing the ball left of the cup so just like widen my stance out and i was like Oh, all right. That kind of feels nice. And then I tried it again with the round that I played with Jake last week. And I was like, dude, from like six to seven feet in, I was absolute money on all those putts. Like I never had, I think I had like one lip out or one where I just kind of like pushed it, but the putter was working. I hope my putter works tomorrow. It's a nice feeling when you got the putter going. That's for sure. I know. I know. Timmy texted in the group and he was like, 
or oh like how we feeling we're gonna go low tomorrow and i was like I'm, what's your definition of low and hampson was like i'm <laughs> i'm really hoping that i could break 80 and i was like i'm hoping i could break 100 and it's like we're on it's levels he, to this shit is he like good enough to break 80 uh so last week was actually my first time playing with him he's a couple years older than us but he played in high school and he was good in high school oh okay. so yeah he, he's he's so good he's like a, he's like a scratch golfer yeah He's, I mean, that's, and that's what Timmy and Owen shoot too. They shoot right around 80. Like 78 to 82 is pretty much like all of Timmy and Owen's rounds. There's just something that we have to be able to unlock in our golf game where we can get to that point because I feel like I've been the same skill level at golf for fucking 10 years, dude. I don't think it's just like a mindset thing too. Yeah, but like, I, I, I will say when Jake and I played together and it's just me and him, like we're usually pretty locked in. Like we're talking golf yeah. pretty much the whole time. And like, and it feels good because you can just have that one line of focus, but yep. like going out there with the boys and just having a good time is the fucking top is, tier. Is top tier, but it's not the same. It's you're not, not as serious. Not, you're not you're playing not the same in. golf, dude. Yeah. Yeah. When you're just locked in and you just, all you're thinking about is your next shot and like what you could have done better on your last shot or just, when you're locked yep. in, it's a whole different game, dude. It's crazy. Yep. So we'll see. Hopefully I'm locked in tomorrow, and hopefully they're they're getting hit straight. That's going to be so funny when I wake up and see the little 18 birdies notification. It was dude, yeah. we were sitting there. We When Jake and I started our round, I saw like the notification you commented. It was like, you said something like, go get them, boys, or something like that. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. Kenny's peeps. Like, it's so fun to have like the friends that are you follow on there like, actually yeah, like, dude. follow your shit. Yeah, it's such a good app, dude. I wanna, I really want to get one of those leagues started up soon. I know that's what I was saying it. to Owen. I was like, kind of selling Owen on it. We were talking about it last week on the course. Like, maybe I'll have to like get on there and check it out. And I was like, dude, it's like it's a good app. Like, it shows it's you the not layout. Like your usual free like it shows golf you the apps, layout yeah. of the whole like. I mean, it it is honestly, it is like the free one. It's like because I had better. the last one that I had was Swing U, and I thought that one was just as good. I thought it like the way the interface I thought was actually a little bit more user user friendly. Um, but like this one's good, and th- this one has like the social aspect where like that's I think that's I like such it. that's such a good piece to it. It it makes the game better. It like makes you want to keep score like your score more serious too. Like yeah, because everybody's gonna see it, and like if we were all in the league, it would be dope. And like it would the be dope, it, dude. it would be competitive. Like I'm sure Timmy and Owen would run away with the league, but like between, between everybody the, else, between, it would be competitive. Yeah. Fighting for the third spot is gonna be the best part of the league. <laughs> Right. Well, I'm not. See, I'll be fighting for like a top five. Yeah, even then, because I because like Jake's going to be shooting like ninety to ninety five pretty consistently, and I'm Jake, not. Jake breaks ninety like once every three rounds. He's he's a solid. He's probably the best golfer out of like the Myrtle boys. Yeah, yeah, and like you shoot better than me most of the time, but like I think you're a better golfer golfer than me, but your score doesn't always show it. Yeah, I make a lot of stupid fucking. Like I'll have like two holes where I just absolutely blow up, but then every other hole it's like, I'll yeah, have, I'll sprinkle in like one or two double bogeys. Yeah, but I'm par, so, I'm par and bogey for the most part. Last week I shot even hundred, fifty two on the front and forty eight on the back, but nine I pre- I gave up on. It was a par four. I gave up on it. Took an eight. Um, yeah. And then ten was a par five, and I took an eight. So back to back snowmen on the card it was like not real good. But then I kind of figured it out across the back of the back nine. Once you have, like, two snowmen on the card, dude, it kind of doesn't matter how well you play the rest of the round unless you're, like, on a birdie train. Right. 
Like and I'm never going to be on a birdie train. Snowmen, I'm lucky to get one birdie in a, in a round. I usually don't get any birdies in a round. Yeah, I'm I'm usually good for one on like a good day. Or even a bad day. My my two rounds ago I shot like a 103 and it was like I had a birdie on four and then every other hole was like double bogey. I'm shooting a birdie tomorrow. Do it, dude. It's really new like goal. you just got to stick goal. one close. You just got to stick one close, dude. Like I've been on my second shots, I've been really reaming in on the point of like, all right, don't just like Shoot for the green, like shoot for an area on the green, like yeah. aim small, miss small. You know what I mean? Like ball's gonna roll. Like maybe take a club down, put a little on. Like I've I haven't been just like all right. This is like between one fifty and one sixty. I'm just gonna swing a pitching wedge at it and see if I can get it on the green. Like I've been like all right. I'm gonna shoot for the front of the green, so that means I got a club down or club up. Yeah take less club and just put a nice even swing on it. And that it didn't really help me last round. Cause I last round I was hitting greens, but I wasn't like, I was giving myself long putts. So I was two putting a lot of the time cause my putter was doing well. But if I could just put my second shot closer and get down to like, you know, like one or two up and downs, dude, it's going to make a huge difference for me. I'm already looking forward to buying my next wedge. I know I was, uh, I think I need to get a new bag before anything because my fucking the things that like hold my bag up are broken. It's kind of annoying. Mm. I shouldn't have gotten a fifty two. That was a bad decision. A fifty two? I thought yeah. you just got a fifty four. No, I got a fifty two. I should have got a fifty four. Fifty two is like kind of a tough club because it's like right in between that distance of it being like a pitching wedge kind of, but not really. Like you can still hit it far, which leaves you more room for error. Fifty six, I think, is my favorite wedge. 56 is money for me, dude. I use that for pretty much any short range shot from within like 70 yards. Yeah, my wedges are all fucked up, dude. I, I put might my just 60 have... away. I don't even touch that thing anymore. You know what? Maybe my next one will be a 56. And then I'll trade in the 58 for a 60. I'll go 52, I... 56, 60. If I were to give you advice, I would just say fuck it and keep your 58 and 56 because a 60 is like, I mean, dude, it's like you got to pretty much swing it perfectly every time for it to work. It's a hard club to swing. And that was the first wedge I got. Like, I just went from a pitching wedge to a 60 degree and thinking like, oh, this is like my, but this will be my one wedge for now. But then like, I realized how hard it is to hit that. And when I got my 52 and my 56, I'm like, oh, okay, this is like a lot more controlled and easier to swing. And, well, and how like many the results degrees are is a pitching wedge? I want to say it's like a 47 or 48. Really? That would be my rough guess. Pitching wedge is a 44 to a 48. So it could be any of them. 44 to a 48. Yeah, that makes sense. 52 pitching wedge is one of my favorite clubs to swing but when you just need a little bit because i can i can crush my pitching wedge and it's kind of sometimes hard for me to like reel it in like with a yeah. like, like a slower swing or a softer swing agree so the 52 is like usually if i'm like 115 to 120 yards out like i'll go to that but anything under that like my 56 is money from fucking 70 yards in because I, I just know i don't have to hit it as hard as I would with a sixty, because with yeah. a sixty, like like I said, so you all you have is a fifty-two a and a sixty. No, I have a fifty-two, a fifty-six, and a sixty, but I don't use my sixty anymore. Yeah, basically just use the fifty-two and the fifty-six. 
Yeah, that's why. So my pitching wedge, I'll hit that one. Like if I hit that one good, it's going like one ten. Your pitching wedge? Yeah. Really? You got yeah. a violent swing too. I'm surprised you don't crush your pitching wedge, dude. Well, that's okay. I don't hit it well if I have a regular swing. Oh right. You're not I, swinging I, that, I, like, I don't fl- swing violent if I hit it well. Like you don't swing that as hard as you would swing like a six iron. Oh, well, I tried to slow everything down. With your pitching wedge. With all of my shots. Oh, yeah. Like I tried well, to have have more like, a more controlled more and like a slower swing. backswing, and then like kind of just like letting my hands fall come through and like yeah. not trying to like add a lot of power through my swing. Has that because helped when I a try lot? To add power. It helps me hit them straighter and more consistent, but like obviously I'm not great. You're not. Yeah, you're taking some yardage off your. Oh, I That's mean, dude, fine, once, you, once you get that dialed, then you but can then, start it, swinging But here's a the thing. It doesn't too. even matter if I take distance off my swings. It's just like, okay, know what club to use. It doesn't matter. Like, it's all the right. same. You know what I mean? Right. Just it's not you, like, you, oh, man, I don't hit my eight as far as Johnny hits his eight, so now I have to club up to a seven. Right. Or like, like it doesn't, uh, doesn't make a difference, really. You just have to yeah. know what club to know use for club. yourself. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So I hit my pitching wedge like 110, and then... I hit my eight iron like one thirty five, one forty. So I just kind of like judge based off of that, and I'll hit my six like one sixty to like one seventy five. I like my six irons. I get more of a range with more a little more. But if more I'm like one eighty plus, I'm hit, I'm taking a five at least. If I'm, yeah, if I'm two hundred, I'm taking a four. I think a five is like my two hundred club. I don't even my four is so uncontrolled. I rarely bring it out, but. Yeah, if I'm over 200, I will. Like, if I'm, like, 210 plus, then that's when I dig into my hybrid or my wood bag, but I usually don't. Yeah, I don't even I don't <clears throat> break those clubs out My five wood is the next club that's going to leave my bag when I get a 56. Same. I might just get, like, a four hybrid and then take my five wood out, dude, because if I need, yeah. like, five wood distance, I'd rather just swing a controlled heavy iron. I don't yeah, right now I have... Anyways. Driver, three wood, five wood, four hybrid. How's your four hybrid? Did you just use that as your four iron? It's not good. No. No, I don't. I don't hit it well at all. I bought it brand new last year, and I don't hit it well. I might have to go and swing one before I purchase that. That would probably be the you should. As well. I'm gonna. I'm gonna start hitting it well. I think though, I'm gonna figure it out. I need to swing it yeah. more like an iron and less like a wood. Because I swing my woods more like drivers, and I think like that's best case scenario for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, there's there's this thing I saw where it was like kind of to help with that, like learning how to like dial in a club. It's like you go to the range and you take. I usually take like my four iron or my five iron, most likely my five iron because I know I'm going to swing it more. My five, my eight, and my fifty six, and I'll just swing like four on each each club just kind of get the feel and get it dialed and then i'll do like the rest with my driver which is only usually like hopefully like six to seven balls that's but, like, like that's you, like a pre-round pre-round at the range like four balls limit yourself because if you have four bad swings like with one club you're gonna and hit you're more balls to get with that right. club and try and fix it and that's just gonna fuck you up even more so just kind of like do four balls for like three clubs and then finish it with your driver and get that dialed but then like those four clubs you use or three clubs you used before that you're not trying to fix your swing because that that'll yeah you're just taking swing driver and everything else right so i think i'm gonna start i kind of did that last round but i think i'm gonna incorporate that into like most rounds i play now 
just so I'll, like, I'll try to do that tomorrow. I know Hampson said he was going to try to get there early and hit the range, but we, like I said, don't know when it opens, but um, still going to try to get there early and like worst case scenario, they're not open. And I just like hang out and like probably hit, hit the putting green, even though it's going to be wet. I'm sure your course opens at seven. So the range will probably, probably be open when whenever opens. it opens. Yeah. But if they have tee times earlier, it's like, why wouldn't the Ranger let us snag some balls and get out on the range? And get out there, yeah. That's true. So, I don't know. We'll see. So, I'm going to I'm gonna try to get there early and see how it goes. Yeah, but if you can, if you do end up hitting the range, try that method and let me know Let me know how it feels. I will, I will. And Hanson was like, dude, we can just split a small bucket and, like, that'll be enough for both of us. And I'm like, facts. Yeah, that's that exactly what Jake and I did, and it was money. All right, you want to get out of here? We've been talking yeah, for over two hours. That two hours flew by, dude. Yeah, dude. Time flies when well, you're with your, your best bud. Oh, looking right. Best in word. We want to see you fall, but we love them. <laughs> what, what did I say earlier? <laughs> we want to watch you burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all love. All right. Well, enjoy your weekends, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Much love always. Smooch your neighbor. Hug your grandma. And, uh, and spread some uh, love. Good luck out there on the courses. Smooches. May the best, may the best soldier win. What button do I hit in the hair? Okay. Oh, I smooches. Smooches. (laughs) Hella smooches this week, dude. All the smooches, dude.